This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hello, everybody. And welcome to Aetherite Radio. Gamer Skips Final Fantasy XIV Podcast of Fusion X. Joining me today, we've got Aldino and Rook. Hello. Hello. Hi so, there. So we don't know what we're talking about today. And I said, you know what? Scared. Is that Let's different just, than usual? We'll do it live. I mean, <laughs> at least at least other episodes, we have a, a comfortable, yeah. like a level of comfort, like with yeah. at least BSing our way through a topic. So like it makes us sound like we know what we're talking mm-hmm. about. I know we I mean, we had plans today to talk about ultimate, but unfortunately, we had some scheduling conflicts with Lithy, who was supposed to be joining us as a guest. And it's awesome. He's doing some amazing stuff. And I'm so excited. But it did mean that now we're kind of set adrift in the breeze. So, I mean, I'm ready for this. We've always talked about doing the totally ambiguous, no guideline (laughs) talk, but I'm also I'm scared a little. I'm like a little scared. Yeah, absolutely. So here's 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 what we're gonna do, uh, chat. <laughs> what are we talking about? Help us out here. While, <laughs> uh, I do while, have a starter. While we wait, though, I, I did have, we did have some questions from chat and yeah. from from Rook because this yeah. this was this was before her time. You see, back in our day, oh, yeah. there was uh, was it a was it a 2.0 site or was it a patch site? Do you remember, Aldi? I think it was a patch site. I think. Okay. Yeah. So you would basically have a patch site and uh, a few of the images had like placeholders. It was just like a weird magenta block mm-hmm. that just said dummy. Should it have been dummy? I don't know, but it said dummy. And yep. so Zen's not here today. And so I found I actually made this up like years ago mm-hmm. because I didn't want to have to change the cam layouts if we were missing people. So I brought back Zen's dummy picture. Mm-hmm. And now beautiful. you know. Yep. I do. Now I'm informed. It's a beautiful place. <laughs> and, and knowing is half the battle. <laughs> What's the other half? Maybe that's a topic we discussed today. We'll find out. Lasers? Lasers? <laughs> I mean, it is the G.I. Joe from the 80s, so I think it's lasers. Maybe. I mean, we do canonically have lasers in Final Fantasy XIV. I mean, there are abilities that both use it because of technology, magic, magic technology, or just magic. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, we could do it. I think. I think. Yeah. Fun fact: GI Joe is celebrating its uh, what is it, fiftieth anniversary or something? They have been streaming all the episodes on YouTube. Whenever I'm like yeah. sitting on the couch and I pull up the YouTube app, every time it's like, would you like to watch more G.I. Joe? It's still live. And I'm like, <sighs> to connect for anybody who's purely listening, there was a mention <laughs> of G.I. Joe in the chat. Not that Fusion yeah. suddenly spontaneously was like, did you know it's G.I. Joe's anniversary? Knowing is half That's the battle. I just I heard knowing is half the battle. So it's I was just, like, it's oh, okay, it's just a G.I. phrase Joe. that I just throw That's out in real from life. G.I. Joe? No. I... Rook. <laughs> No, no. Wait, we talked about this. She hasn't seen the the Super Mario Super Show. It's it's I just haven't seen that either. Yeah, it's just that time period, right? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. I just never watched anything in that time period. Well, it might also be that for a brief, well, not a brief period, for probably longer than it should have been in my childhood life, one of the only things my mother would let me watch was Veggie Tales. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's, there's gonna be. Yeah. yeah. Probably a lot of very hyper-specific VeggieTales references that I could make that most See. other human beings wouldn't know. But when it comes to anything else that we're any other here, child We're talking enjoyed. about, like, cowabungas and knowing is half the battle and Rook is just over here like, where is my hairbrush? Look, I know cowabunga! 
I don't okay. know Bunga. Okay. I just don't know the other ones. Maybe that's what we should have just done today. Done a yeah, live watch of 80s shows. <laughs> oh my god. I'm down. Nice, nice. I do see in chat, Masaga says, maybe talk about some nice locations you like to visit in-game in Final Fantasy XIV. Mm. Like our favorite spots. Mm. That's a good one. It's a good one. I like to go into my Mog house so that it doesn't get deleted. I I called it a Mog house. Oh man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I got oh, bit, your, I got bit by the eleven bug this week. I'm yeah, sorry. Your your Final Fantasy eleven <laughs> is showing fusion. <Yep>. No no. <laughs> um, can I just say that uh, my partner's Final Fantasy eleven is also showing this week, and they have been doing nothing but play eleven since I downloaded it for mm -hmm. the app for the uh, play play we're gonna do the play stream. I was gonna say live live play, but then I was like, "Sorry, don't worry, don't worry. my mind whatever, is off." Whatever on a you call that right thing now. when you sit down and you like play a game, thing, that thing, you like you video game together. Yeah. Um, and Bebop was. I had to literally ask Bebop, "How do I log out of Final Fantasy XI?" Because I hmm. was trapped and I couldn't figure out how to do it. And I kept trying to push buttons to get a menu to appear and no menu. And then Bebop says, you need to type backslash shutdown in the chat. And I went, yeah, because that makes sense. <laughs> look, look, no, this, is, this is the era of games where you could type, and I, and I kid you not, slash pizza. And in EverQuest 2, it would bring up an online order form for Pizza Hut. Yep. No. Yes. This, this no. was a thing. Yes. What? Yep. That would be really bad for me if they had that uh -huh. in 14 or Guild Wars 2. Oh, I order yeah. all the time. I'd be like, not slash, stop pizza. Slash DoorDash. <laughs> slash DoorDash. Please and thank you. Oh my gosh. Uh, my favorite places to hang out in game. I usually, I mean, I do like to default to the most recent city state, although I have to mm -hmm. say, normally I hang out in what would be considered the raid hub each expansion, but I've mm. just been defaulting to old Charlian this mm -hmm. expansion. I really, really just like hanging out there. I like vibing there. I like the music there. I like chilling. So I've been spending a lot of time in Old Charlian recently. But some of my other kind of, I guess, out, I don't know, out there or less, lesser known favorite places in game. Mm. Um, I do really like, hmm, this is tough. There's so many good spots. I really like the Sea of Clouds. I like anything relating to Dravania or the Dravanian hinterlands. <laughs> you yeah, yeah, believe it or not, I do. I love that. I like to go hang out with the dragons. Uh, I like to do that a lot. I also really like that one spot. It's in one of the, like, Limsa zones. It's where, like, a piece of the crystals hit the water and it exploded mm. up. Do you know what I'm strand. talking about? Yes. The salt strand. I, and I only know the name of that yeah. because I remember when I got my hands on time for 2.0, like, 5,000 <laughs> years ago, um... We were basically just, you know, in a couple areas around Limsa, and I remember seeing that. I'm like, this is so cool looking. What is this? Salt Strand. Seems kind of lame with the name, but it looks really cool, <laughs> so it must be important. Yeah, yeah, I love that spot. I love it. Um, Amarat chat said yes. Amarat's oh, also one of my favorites. Yes. Oh, such a vibe. How yeah. about you two? I, I mean, I'm, you know, not to like double dip here, but Amarat, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. for, for a while, I don't know if it works right now. Otherwise, I would do it so you guys could see it. I had a. I had a button here on my stream deck that made my lights like Amarat colored mm -hmm. and stuff. And there's some times where I'll, I'm working, I'll just hit that button and I'll just 
loop the the music not the in town one with the clock the focus button yeah just just the the general full fathom five tempest music not the actual mm-hmm. like neath dark waters i don't like the clock thing it's annoying i get why they did it <laughs> not my thing but yeah not i'll just fan. i'll i'll loop it for hours like it's just i'll just get in the zone <laughs> for me i it, not charlian but the in room specifically in the baldessian um uh in the Baldessian area, I love that music. I love that song mm. from Five. I love it, and I have to hear it. So that's where I hang out. And if I'm not there, I'm probably either in Funnily in Love, Lakeland, or the Crystarium. I don't know why. I just like hanging out there. I like the first. I love it. Oh, you like the first? The person yeah. who set a whole campaign setting in the first and DM. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I never, never would have put that together. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. Just only a little bit. I also really like Earth's font. That's another area that Mm. I think is, it's so gorgeous. I I know that we technically had stuff there with Odin, but I have always wished that they would go back to something with that location because I love that spot. I remember um, years and years ago, it was one of our first days streaming uh, when we did Extra Life. And I logged in. And I was going to like level my chocobo up there because it was that was a good spot to do your, your grind up your chocobo. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and Odin was just there. And I'm like, oh, uh, I need people to be here. I can't <laughs> solo this by myself. Where is everybody? But. Yeah, I think also around there, wasn't that the place to um, spirit bind? Yeah. When yep, people yep, use yep. spirit bind Ooh. material for money. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a good place. So you could you would you would spirit bind and then uh, also level chocobo mm-hmm. like right in that yeah. area. Yeah, there was there was usually at least a couple people over there doing it. Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, the lore in that little area is so interesting to me. Even Odin, right? Like there was oh I don't have my document in front of me, but there was a lady. I want to say my, maybe Lady Earth. Let me let me double check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like supposedly way back, yes, it was, it was Lady Earth. So supposedly like way back, um, there was like a a woman there who, oh, hold on. I'm trying to find it. There's great tidbits of lore about this. And Mm -hmm. there's so many like speculation about Odin and all of that has been around for a long time. Um, that like possibly, yeah, like Odin himself came from the people of Earth and that um, that like area and that household all disappeared or died and um, was connected to the Alleghens. And mm-hmm. I love like all of the kind of little tidbits of possibility and lore there. Like a lot of speculation was he was he actually like Lady Earth who like turned into this form and right. then was seeking vengeance or like a protector um, of of like the household. I don't know. It's just such a cool little area and it feels so magical to me anytime I go there, especially now that they've added in flight. And if it's like a clear day, you can turn around and see behind it like all of the ruins that mm-hmm. uh, are like stretching up in Amdapur. And it's just, it's so mm-hmm. cool. Uh, I did also let's... see, what did we have? Yeah. There was another question in chat. <laughs> someone... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say someone mentioned Summerford Farms because, yeah, that is another one of my favorite places. I don't know why. I think that's why we were hanging out there during the, the dungeon stream we did. Because I think you were like, where do you want to hang out? And I was like, Summerford Farms. I just I like it. But that's a really why. weird place. Summerford Farms. OK, we'll go. I don't there. know. It's it's a place where I would just idle constantly. 
It has uh, a kind of, this is going to sound strange, but like a yeah. fresh energy. Sure. You know, there are some places I think that feel like they, they're kind of open and maybe mm -hmm. sort of like breezy or, and because it has that actual Easy kind going. of farm component. Yeah, yeah like mm. it feels very like, I don't know, you go there and it feels just kind of uplifting in a sense, it's, like you're like, walking through an actual field or something. <laughs> it's Stardew Valley, right? Like yeah. it's, it's island sanctuaries before we can do it. Not that I'm saying it's going to be like Stardew Valley, but that'd be nice. You just, you just walk out there and you just get the urge to harvest moons. Yeah. 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 But what were you going to say? Perfusion. Oh, I was just going to say uh, <laughs> <laughs> that Chris, uh, Chris asked, what are you most looking forward to um, in 6.15? What content are you most looking forward to? Oh, man. I'd have to double check what's coming out in 6.15, but I'm going to do that real quick. I mean, dressing up mom. Ah, uh, okay, sure. Uh, it's, look, it's going to be a time <laughs> seeing Mama Levier become... Mm -hmm the degen of Eorzea. And I have to say, recently on a stream, I was talking about this and I was like, how do you look Alphino and Alice in the eye while their mother walks up behind you? Like you go there for tea, like I'm sure the Warrior of Light does. And their mom walks up in like a metal bikini thong mm -hmm. and they both look at you with this look in their eyes like, you did this? This was you that did this to us? You yes. did it? Me and your mother have become very good friends while you were off in Garlemald. <laughs> and yep. then somebody else was like, maybe that's her happy place. Like, maybe that's just what makes her feel empowered and exactly. powerful. And I was like, I mean, I can't deny that. Girl, do what you want to do. She's been funding the science this whole time, just wishing that she could get a little piece of the, of the adventure. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Look. Yes, Alice A. Alphano. This is what happened. You need to get used to it. I am now, uh, you know, in, in a thruple with your mom and dad. And that's just the way that it is. And that's OK. That's fine. Is it, though? We're all your, we're all your mom and dads now. <laughs> yeah. We were already I mean, unofficially. I, mean, I, I adopted yeah. them back back before Endwalker even exactly, dropped that right? last patch. I'm like, it's OK. You can stay with me. You're good. I got you mm -hmm. covered. Yep, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm really looking forward to the bonus side quests that we have. So oh, we know that uh, Hildebrand, but Tataru's adventure. You yeah. know, they're supposed to be doing that Omega side quest series. So all of that, yeah. I am really looking forward to seeing what they do with it because there was so much additional story, this expansion, mm -hmm. and so much that's, you know, wrapping up loose ends or adding in kind of extra context or character beats. Or So I feel like there's going to be some really good stuff in that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we saw just like a snippet of some of that in the, the patch trailer, too. Uh, I mean, the mm -hmm. fact that they're going to be talking about Heroes Gauntlet, at least in a, a little nod for, for the Hildebrand stuff. Um, I think that's awesome. It's I can't wait so to good. see how that kind of folds in everything. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to the tribe quest because I have no idea what we're going to get. I mean, we it's do probably leveling, right? But we but we don't know anything about the story. Like, yeah. Why? What is going on? Are we rebuilding? Why are There's we? Why are we racing? That, <laughs> that showed up in in Thavnir. like you can see it. It's there. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. there before. So what are, what are we doing with that? I love the racing twist. I really mm -hmm. wasn't expecting it, and seeing it, and probably yeah. Like I wonder sometimes how much of this 
how they approach these different quests, particularly for the tribes. Do they think to themselves, you know, what kind of mount do we want to yeah. make for this? And then almost reverse engineer some of the context of it. I could absolutely see that being a possibility for this one if you do end up with like one of the racing carts or something. Or do they work, I mean, I assume because they are very methodical about their story, that they work from kind of their base ideas of the story and then mm -hmm. decide what they're going to do. But even so, I think there's a lot to explore in the rebuilding of that area. And um, I'm really hoping we get to see more of Matsya and yeah. that he's there and that, mm -hmm. you know, those little things and how Thavnair is like recovering. And yes, I do say it, Thavnair. I yeah. understand that it's pronounced Thavnair by many characters in English, but I've had more people than I ever expected be like, why do you say it like that? I like it better. It sounds more fancy. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's my honest opinion. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to see more about that region. I would be fine if they even gave us more maps eventually right. there because it's so gorgeous. Mm. There's there's just so much in that area. I mean, we went to the undersea ruins, right? Like, we're probably not going to get anything like that. But mm. more of the trappings around that, I'd love to know. Yeah. You know, and that, and that, that brings up an interesting point too, Rook. Uh, and I don't think it's something that we've talked, we've, we've mentioned it briefly, the first rule of, of podcasting. Have you, have we, have we told you about I, this? Have we codified? I don't, I don't know. Are you, are you, are you too new? Point? Have we not Maybe, covered you know, this? oh yes, I'm so new to podcasts. And well, are you? <laughs> Tell me, what is the first rule of podcasting? If you say the name of something, even if it's not correct, uh -huh. as long as people can understand what you're talking about, oh, it, doesn't, yes. it, yes. doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I agree. It has always been, it's been so surprising to me, I think, especially in the 14 community, but in all mm. MMO communities, mm -hmm. in all game communities, there seems to be, I mean, going back even to, oh gosh, what was it? The great... Seven debacle about no. um, the name pronunciations, you know what I yeah. mean? Mm -hmm. So it seems like there has always been this huge, huge debate in the community about how things are pronounced. And then it gets even worse when games or their vocal directors don't um, reinforce consistency mm -hmm. in pronunciation, particularly if they're working with like a diverse array of actors from different places that may all have different pronunciations <laughs> depending on their dialect or accent. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, 14 is usually pretty consistent about it, but you have to remember that mm. that's just in one language. Like yeah. the way they pronounce even in Japanese is very different than mm. what we might hear certain things in English. So it's something where I'm always like, can I understand what you're saying to me? Yeah, great, perfect. Mm -hmm then I understand. <laughs> yep. But people get really up in arms about it sometimes. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, mean, I can... Go ahead. Okay. I was just going to talk about, like, like chat has said, Aerith and Eris, Tina and Tara, Butts mm -hmm. and Barts. I mean, Final Fantasy is all about... Butts, I still love Pronunciation. Butts, <laughs> yeah. I love, I love that like, Mega64 video with uh, Sakaguchi yeah. writing all the things. Yeah. He's like... They're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make this game and whatever. I don't care. And then they're like, this is really good. Make another one. And then he starts to get really into it. And then he wants to like not do it anymore. It's so like, OK, now we want five. The main character's name is Butts. And then he gets to six. And he's like, the world is dying. Like he gets super into it. He's like, mm -hmm. best one yet. Keep going. And then I think they get to like spirits within. And this guy comes. Yeah, I'm looking for Sakaguchi. I think it was Cliff, Cliff Blazinski. Like yeah. walks in, he's like, I'm looking for a uh, Sakaguchi. Uh, yeah, you're fired. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, this debate has been raging forever. Titus, yeah. Titus. Like, yep. it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where Ugh. anymore, I... I love everybody. I love everybody. And it's okay to be like, oh, it is really frustrating listening to other people pronounce something the way that I have it in my head. But I would just generally advise to everyone, don't leave a comment anywhere just to be like, mm, actually, well, actually, <laughs> it's, you know, it, it, reminds, it reminds me of uh, when we, we, so before, before Gamer Escape, if, if, if you've been listening and you've been with us for a while, uh, you'll know that we used to run a site uh, before this. We called it Aorzipedia. Um, mm. we, we pronounced it Orzipedia because it sounded better. And then, of mm. course, we, we, we got the URL for this. We named it in everything after the very first trailer at E3 for 1.0. We didn't know how it was pronounced back then, but yeah. we started podcast. We started to, you know, and then it comes out and they pronounce it. And I'm just like, shit. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Yep. yep. It will be, it will be something that will be relevant in gaming forever. People will constantly oh, yeah. have these discussions, but yeah, oftentimes I'm just like, if you understand what people are talking about, mm, then we're all, good. we're all good. It, we're matter. all good. Plus I always feel like too, I was just running something with a new player today and, um, there's so many words in Final Fantasy that are just nonsense gobbledygook. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's not to say that they aren't real words. <laughs> many of them actually are because they have a phenomenal like reach of various terms throughout history and all kinds mm-hmm. of things that they draw on for this game. But to any person that's just starting the game and looking at them, they're like, <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we were going into, I think it was Omdapur. Mm-hmm. And the way that the way that we were spelling, you were like, I'm Depor, you know, I'm Depor. And then um, our friend was in the chat like, oh, I was totally spelling it wrong because they were spelling it literally like am de poor, like P-O-O-R. Mm-hmm. And like we were coming in and talking to somebody else. And the person in chat even was with us was just like, it's fine. Ampty poor, ampoop poor, ampty poop. Ampty poop. <laughs> we're all just. We were all just laughing about it in the chat, oh you know, gosh. because many new players especially mm-hmm. aren't going to remember it. So it's like oh, you yeah. have to give people time. And I even mean, then, and, and some of these some of these it. words, yeah. I mean, I remember pl- <laughs> playing seven for the first time with a friend. Oh, God. What did we call Sephiroth? <laughs> it was it wasn't Sephiroth. I can tell you that much. We're like, what are these words, these letters in this order? I think we called them like Sapir yeah. Throw or something. It was awful. <laughs> it was awful. Sepita. Uh, I really like that one. What is it that hold on, what is it that Vash calls Sukuyomi? Uh oh man, I can't remember now. Like Suku Yuck Yuck or something. Yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> it really it gets me and I, it makes me laugh. Oh, man. It makes me smile. Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot good. of alternate pronunciation. Yeah, suck yuck. Suck yuck, suku suck yuck. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's very good. It's very you know. good. But yeah, as long as as we say a word and you know yeah. what we're talking about, that's fine. We do it. We did our job. You, you, we are communicating something to you accurately enough that you know what we're discussing, and that's that's what we go for, right? That's that's the 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 I'm end goal. The dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, circling back to um, tribe quest, yeah. we did have the question in chat: yeah. What is the new tribe dance going mm. to be? And I really hope we get something that is just pure, straight up Bollywood. Yeah, that's my hope right mm. now. 
I truly, truly want something that is like literally a dance taken mm. from an iconic Bollywood dance number. Or, I mean, they could do something fishing related sure. or we got prayers. We got prayers you with Kojin. You would so. need to make sure that it, it flows good with the uh, Arca Sadara model, though. Yeah. That, I think, is is probably the... I don't know if you could go full Bollywood with a bigger... I mean, maybe you can. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, I think you could. I, it, I'm sure you could make it, it work. It just makes me think about Lakshmi and this kind of dichotomy of, of Ark Sadar that we have in the first place. And I'm like, are, are they going to talk about that in the quest? Uh, maybe. It's I true. I mean, they're not... Yeah. I don't know. Even on um, on the step, right? Yeah. There's a whole group of Arcasodra, Arcasodara. Yeah. Again, either way, whatever. Um, that have, I mean, that are not in really contact with <laughs> those who live friendly. in Devnair. They're not friendly. Mm -hmm. They do not like. They are very aggressive. There's actually a whole kind of meta event, as we would call mm -hmm. them in Guild Wars 2, on the step that uh, is known as the Dataki Chronicles, in case anybody has never done that, where you learn mm -hmm. more about that particular group that lives there. God, Gajasura? Is that what they're labeled? Some, in the zone? I think so. Hold on, let me see. But it, see it's very in interesting. Yeah, 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 it's very interesting. So I do wonder if they'll do something about that too, because that mm -hmm. is a, an interesting bit of lore that we haven't necessarily seen them explore with Avnai or so. And oh, Gajasura is Gajasura is an A rank that is of that type. Oh, That's a okay. Matanga. Uh, okay. Matanga. Okay. Yeah. We will so. join them through dance. That's how it'll happen. <laughs> there you fun. go. If you could. Yeah. Um, we had another question. Mm. Do you want Final Fantasy 17 to be the next MMO Final Fantasy for or Final Fantasy? Period. Or would you rather, uh, like, what would you wish for in the mm. next Final Fantasy MMO? I, you know, <laughs> that's a good question. We actually have, if I remember this right, uh, like searching and and talking at the same time. It's hard. Uh, I think jokingly, we actually had Koji reference a Final Fantasy seventeen in an old interview. <laughs> Let me see if I can find this. Uh huh. Uh. Well. I think for me, 17 would be a little too early. If if we guess that 16 is is within a year of now, yeah, 17 with it be within four years of that, maybe. I mean, we, I mean, I they're they're likely already starting at least some basic oh, yeah, on, on 17 for sure. Um, yeah. There's pre-production yeah, going on, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know about 17 being the next MMO. I mean, maybe 18. I think, I think a um, lot of it depends on yeah. um, 14's longevity. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, um, they can do more with 14 than they could with 11. So, yes. I mean, and 11's still going. 11 turned 20 this week. Like, holy crap. Um, and that's, that's still going, right? So you figure, mm -hmm. okay, we'll have at least 20 years of 14. But, like, realistically... Yeah. Probably more than that, yeah. which is crazy to think about. Um, but yeah, yeah, going 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 back, uh, Final Fantasy Seventeen. Um, when mm -hmm. they had announced uh, Two Point uh, I went out to to LA and I talked to Yoshida, um, and we had talked about um, crafting. 
And so this is this is going to be another thing that Rook is going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> so in Final Fantasy Eleven. Okay, this is this is kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there was an idea that, depending on if you were crafting to skill up or crafting to HQ, uh, fa- the direction you faced and the phase of the moon would impact that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so okay. we we had I had asked Yoshida. Um, you know about that kind of stuff like if they're gonna you know comment on any of that or you know with materia and all that stuff if there's any kind of thing like that um he says uh he's afraid of revealing uh anything so uh and then Koji says, uh, you're never going to get an answer about this. You'll have to wait until Final Fantasy 17 online or something like that. And maybe the next director will say. Amazing. <laughs> I don't know why I remembered. <laughs> I mean, Final Fantasy 17. Too. I remember talking about given, that once. <laughs> given that time frame as well. I mean, they had no idea if the game yeah. was going to be successful. No. Right. They had no idea that people would even play it after the disaster of the first launch. So mm-hmm. to toss out a number, kind of like you see in sci-fi films all the time, where they're like, what's a time so far in the future that no one will yeah. ever get there? And they go, 2022. And you're like, oh, we got there. So it's one of those things where, yeah, I could definitely see that just being kind of an offhanded, an offhanded mm-hmm. comment. When it comes to the crafting gathering stuff, while that sounds absolutely ridiculous, it also kind of sounds fun. I won't lie. Like MMOs were a different thing back then. They were a very (laughs) different beast. But I like the idea that in a fantasy world, as far as the immersion goes, right, that there could be various lunar, I don't know, the distance between the moon, like the tides are affected. It could affect something about the magic you're weaving into this thing you're making or something. I like that kind of that kind of idea. Or you have to gather this under the full moon because it only blooms. And we have a little bit of that in the game here or there with some of like the harder nodes or mm-hmm. or stuff like that. But I actually do think I might be interested in a crafting gathering system that had that. Now, on a totally different topic, I mean, the original topic that we were talking about, mm-hmm. whether or not I even think that they are going to do Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 17 as an MMO. As, as I kind of mentioned, I don't think so. I mean, no. 17, I think will definitely, for me, it will definitely be another single player yeah. game, another stands-on game. Um, because we have heard that they have plans at least for another 10 years of 14. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that does really depend on what they are able to do as far as updating and future-proofing the game, because there are a lot of things that they're going to have to address if they really want to get that kind of longevity out of it. And we've already seen them start to do that, mm-hmm. right? With trying to upgrade the graphics, which is... Um, a big thing that will help a lot, but with a lot mm-hmm. of the even hidden infrastructures of the game to provide the same level of quality of life that other games now or in, literally now, let alone 10 yeah. years in the future, will offer. They have to be overhauling a lot of things and working on drastically updating systems. So for me, it's one of those things where I think we'll probably see another 10 years out of the game. Mm-hmm. How fast a new MMO comes out, I think will truly depend on whether or not 14 hits a hard limit on what they're able to do to future proof mm-hmm. and or if they feel that they need to start from scratch in some sense in a handful of years or in another couple final fantasies um i don't know yeah i definitely see some overlap you know 14 will still be going when the next mmo happens i would guess mm-hmm. maybe not even in maintenance mode yet i it, it would just take too long and 
you would want to see a full overhaul. Yes, the graphical stuff is going to be great. And they could slowly but surely keep up with the times. But yeah, mm -hmm. at some point you have to start anew. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I, I mean, this when... is this is I mean, the, the graphic thing was was interesting, too. I mean, because this mm -hmm. was, you know, again, like we, we talked to Yoshida about this 10,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, the 2.0 media tour, you know, he mentioned that they want to try keep the graphics up to date and stuff. Yeah. Um, and he said that we, you know, it's going to be easier to do that versus something like 11 because we're developing on PC first and then we're porting it over to platforms, whereas 11 was developed on PS2 first and then ported to, to PC. So there, it's something they're able to do. Yeah. He's he's always had the desire to keep the graphics current. Right. Um, but for a long time, it's not the most feasible kind of a thing right you're a few years into a game you're like i want to redo the graphics right okay that's gonna take a little bit of time um i mean there's there's infrastructure there's just workload there's a lot of stuff involved right can the engine handle graphics of a certain size like it's just there's a lot of stuff there but yeah they're finally doing it and i mean that's not to say that right they can't then do it again later right um but then you know what are the challenges when they do that another 10 years from now right like what can they do with this current system what do they need to to tweak to do that um so yeah i don't think i, I think 17 will be offline i think 18 will be offline um maybe maybe like 20 for an mmo but i just I, it's gonna be a while it's yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and i think it's um you know, it's 11 has lasted far longer than they thought it ever would. I think the original plan for 11 was like five years um, <laughs> and now we're at 20. And I mean, they, you know, 14 came out. They expected 14 that to be it for 11. Um, mm -hmm. But then we had 1.0 and we all know how that ended up. And people went back to 11 and it's it's still going. Um, yeah. So, you know, this is a, this is a good point to uh, interject with another one of the Comments less questions from from chat. I know Rook, you you had it. Um, <laughs> can we work on seventeen while fixing the spaghetti code of fourteen? That that was kind of what it was talked about. Mm. And yeah, that's that's what we're talking about. Like you have to redo it at some point because yeah, the more you add on, the crazier it gets. Oh yeah, my goodness. Mm. At some it... point, oh go ahead. No, 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 no. You continue. No, I was just gonna say at some point you've added so much to it that you don't remember the stupid bugs that came up in the first place and now mm. it's all built on spaghetti you do let's not build on spaghetti i mean for right now sure but in the future they're gonna have to make a new one yeah. i mean they, they just will we'll rebuild it on some like rigatoni yeah. or something instead yes uh yeah some nice lasagna you know, yeah. there's layers layers yeah. layers mm -hmm. and flavor <laughs> it would be really interesting if they decided to try and do it as one continuous thing, if yeah. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because we haven't necessarily seen that so much with other MMOs or even with 11 to 14. Mm -hmm. While there are certain things that carried over and obviously influenced the design of 14 from 11, let alone 1.0, which was designed right by the same designer initially. Um, yeah. Well, so yeah. the, the uh, producer on 11... Uh, and 14 was Hiromiji Tanaka, who had been with Square since, like, forever. Um, gotcha. He worked on older Final Fantasies. He did, I think, FF3. Um, mm -hmm. He worked on uh, Mana for, for a while. Um, oh, yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah, and then, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so, 
I feel as though they could do something where if they wanted to be like, here was 14 and here's all the mm -hmm. expansions we had and all this stuff. And then depending on <laughs> whether or not Yoshida-san has just turned into some like shriveled up saint <laughs> of a man who gave his entire being to yeah. Final Fantasy 14. And I mean, obviously now 16 as well. Um, or, you know, whether he wants to like usher in a new era of mm -hmm. MMO. I could see them even making them almost linear. Like... That phrasing the question, like, could they work it into Final Fantasy mm -hmm. 17? Could they change 14 into whatever the next iteration was, where maybe you play the old one and then at some point you're able to, like, transfer your character yeah. data or something? I don't know. I don't think I would rule it out. Mm -hmm. I think it would be really progressive. It would be something we haven't necessarily seen, but it would also give great longevity to something like 14. Uh, but it could also just be that they would want a completely fresh start. And I'm sure yeah. that you could probably create a new character from whatever that next MMO on would mm -hmm. be. But mm -hmm. if they tie those worlds together, that would be that would be a huge I, undertaking. So here's, here's, another, here's, here's another yeah. wild thing I remember. Um, it was an old interview with Hiromichi Tanaka about 14, um, where at one point he had talked about the idea of going into Eorzea via your Mog house in 11. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah, maybe there's just like a door and you could just go through your door and then you're in this other one. But that really yeah. didn't work out, like technologically speak. Like, no crap, really? Can't imagine I mean, why not. <laughs> 17 is just on a reflection that we get to at the end of 14. There you I mean, go. I mean, that's, I mean, that's another question, right? I mean, we've <laughs> seen, you know, do they make it where it's a continuation and it's mm -hmm. Final Fantasy 20, but you can carry over some stuff or um do they just do 14 2 uh, you know like it's yeah. it's it gets weird right and i think yeah um yeah i don't know i think i think but, what you need to do is just keep keep 11 11 keep 14 14 um and just you know keep them their their thing i mean we did see a little bit of like carryover stuff when 14 came out um mm -hmm you could um bring over like your i think it was like your character name from 11 so it'll just like take your name put it as the first name and then your server is like your your surname um i th think i think that was about all they did though i mean because it's, yeah. it's a completely different game um yeah. but yeah i don't i can't imagine that they would they would do anything more than that and i, I think really in in the back of my mind the the thing that the big question mark right what happens when these games go offline final right like god yeah. forbid they'll never you know what i mean but like like Fusion. what what happens when like i mean we you know we can buy you know mm. a million different versions of like final fantasy one right um but what like you know i mean there is going to come a day when yeah. the servers for 11 stop, when the servers for 14 stop. Um, and I'm just, I'm really curious if they have any sort of plan for, I feel like I've asked this. Yeah. <laughs> I've asked so yeah. many good questions. Uh, this was, I think, Monsui. Yeah, I, I, I do have to really quick say that I, in a moment of, of silliness, Mm -hmm. completely forgot that yes guild wars actually did do that so yeah. guild wars so as mix brought up in the chat guild wars one to guild wars two is technically a linear throughput mm -hmm. now i don't believe that you were able to 
transfer characters from one to the other. Largely as well because a lot of the classes and things just were not even the same between the two games. Uh, and when Guild Wars 2 came out, it was, you know, it's it was set like hundreds of years yeah. later or like 100 plus years later. Mm -hmm. um, I think like 200 something, um, depending on which point in the game you're sort of judging the time by. So again, it wasn't like, you know, you could directly continue it through in an actual mm -hmm. like, this was my hero's journey from, you know, this point to this point. But the actual world itself is still the same world. Mm -hmm. And even in this latest expansion, it did draw off of uh, even things in one of the expansions from Guild Wars 1 and settings in Guild Wars 1. So that that's the closest I think I've really seen to it. But it would be, I think, I mean, I agree, there will come a day where we can't play this one anymore. And the same goes for Eleven. Of course, people keep things alive. We've even seen that with EverQuest and all kinds of other games mm -hmm. where they do keep it alive with private servers. They keep it alive through other means. But yeah, I mean, they might. We've talked a bit about them maybe adapting Final Fantasy XIV into a single-player title yeah. where you could play the story that way. It, it will be something where at some point we will move on from this world. Uh, I hope that they do something where you can carry something over, whether it's like a legacy right. tattoo or because mm -hmm. it is always tough. And I think that's maybe why games like World of Warcraft haven't done this, haven't made a new iteration, mm -hmm. because when you look at the things that players have worked for for years and years and years, and then you're taking a risk on starting something completely new. What if they don't like it? What if the population doesn't respond well to it? What if people just want to keep playing regular WoW? What if people are angry mm -hmm. that the things that they spent years of their life working on, they no longer have in a new version? So it, I understand why companies hesitate, but we'll get yeah. to that day. And yeah. I mean, remember too, with, with Warcraft, I mean, Overwatch was originally going to be an MMO. Yeah. That was their big MMO project. And then it somehow mm -hmm. turned into that. Um, Going back just a, a minute, yeah, we back in 2020, um, we had asked the 11 dev team, um, with the 20th anniversary, you mentioned that the game would be running at least until then, um, being a main series entry. Has there been any talks internally about how to preserve Final Fantasy XI in the uh, unfortunate event that the game does shut down? We got a big old no comment <laughs> on that one, because it's still <laughs> running, and it'll be running for as yeah. long as they feasibly can do it. Um, but yeah, it's... It's a question. I mean, we, you know, recently we had Yoshida come out and be like, there's no way these world first teams are running on private servers because that's impossible. Right. Um, yeah. So it's. It, is that a thing where like if if we get to this that day, right, do they say, uh, yeah, here's the code. Just do what you want or like, I, I'm curious, I, like we what were would just happen? talking about third party tools as everybody was. Yeah, but it would be very on brand for Yoshi P to go. Yeah, well, here's a way to do it, but don't do it. <laughs> don't do that. What are they going to do? Ban me on my private server? Yeah. <laughs> you know, she they finally just shows it. up. It's like, what? Yeah. You know, I, it would just be very tongue in cheek if that's the way that they go. Okay, sure. Here's here's something that could do that, but don't do it. It's against terms of service, by the by. Don't do it. You just <laughs> the next fan fest. You just find a USB drive in the bathroom yeah. that says private server code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, Veiled had a question for us, which is a good one. Actually, kind of ties into mm -hmm. this. How would you? How would we end Final Fantasy fourteen? Right. What would be our ending to fourteen? Mm. I have a, I mean, I have an idea. I don't know. But how about both of you? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, 
the end of 14 would have to be passing off the mantle, right? Uh, inspiring mm -hmm. a new generation and actually seeing it. And then your warrior flight choosing to retire, a, a la the, the ancients, you know what I mean? And, you know, yes, there'll be adventures. Sure, you could keep playing the game. But that, that narrative moment of, I'm handing off the mantle, this is for you now, I think would be a great way to end it. How? I don't know mm. when. What reflection? I don't know. Okay. I kind of imagine, well, this is my big hope ever since mm. Ardbert happened, and then we <laughs> ate him. Um, I want to eat all our shards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I want to, like reconstitute meat and go on like diverse adventures across all of the different reflections and then like find our shards and all of them and like reunite them and then in like the last x-pack last moments kind of thing truly truly become a zem once more and have like hmm. whole ham i don't even know how they would do it i have no idea but have something where either like you get to take on your true form or at the very least you're like wielding super cool epic magic and i, I don't know i just think it would be so cool to actually see that realized and to truly get to like play that role as the shepherd in full and like have have made this whole journey and have all the other characters and all the other, you know, even the ancients and the echo of the ancients, you know, be something that's all tied together in this finale. You know, 10 years of story finale culmination wasn't enough of a challenge. Mm -hmm. So in 20, we're going to have to make sure everything's involved. But I would love to see you like truly become that again in a sense and and or you know your own unique individual in that moment and then maybe yeah like you said Aldino, you know I, passing the torch off whether that means that you choose to also then retire or like i don't know there's there's something that happens there mm -hmm. where you either get on a spaceship and then go fly <laughs> to planets and then that's the next mmo and you're still playing yeah. that same character there you because go. i don't like letting go yeah of things. 14 started with um, you on a boat 20 will start with you on yeah. a spaceship there we me are. on a spaceship or me on a dragon and yeah. we're in love and we're flying somewhere else and I am a Zem. That's my mm -hmm. ending. I feel good about it. But if we have to like retire ourselves, I mean, I'm okay with that too, or choose to mm -hmm. leave the world better than they were having restored them and started a fresh future for life um, to, mm -hmm. you know, stumble and pick itself up again and keep going and, you know, uh, keep walking on. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. You've given, you've, you've given me a lot to think about mm -hmm. with all this. <sighs> but we've got so much to learn before we get there. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff. I mean, I, you know, I think in one regard, like the, the Azem stuff um, mm -hmm. specifically, it's one of those things that, yes, in a way it'll always be with us, but are they going to kind of clean it up with like pandemonium and stuff and then we're not really going to reference it again? You know what I mean? It's like, mm -hmm. because with Endwalker, it's like, okay, we're done with the ancients now, right? Um, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Like, I think it, it could be cool to to more fully embrace that. But that's a title for a position in a yeah. civilization that's no longer here. So that seems a little odd, right, to put a focus on that. Um, you know, we could have some other huge calamity thing happen and maybe maybe we yeah. get put in the same kind of shoes if a knot was and we say, mm -hmm. you know what, let's just sunder some stuff or let's do this. <laughs> And then we're the mother crystal in FF20. I, who knows, right? Like I, there's really a, a, so many options. Um, it's it's hard because I mean, even even with eleven, right? They they gave us like rhapsodies of Anadil, right? The the ending. But was it like the ending? 
I mean, it's right at the end of the day, it was just another world's coming to an end plot. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's hard to say what I would want from from an ending for 14 um, because it's like you, you want the send off to be worth the however many years mm-hmm. of service has been spent building up to it. Um, but do you do you want and I mean, this is going to be player preference, right? Do you want yeah. the ending where uh, and then your character drove off into the sunrise and lived <laughs> happily ever after, but probably also did some more things and whatever. Do you want that kind of open ending or do you want yeah. the like and then this happened and it's all over and nothing else will ever happen again? You know, I mean, it's, it depends on who you right. ask. So, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a good. It's a very good question. It's a hard question to answer. And I'm sure that as we get more story and as we see the direction they're going to develop this, I mean, there are probably entirely other things that we're not even factoring into this that they're going to introduce in that, you know, would drastically alter how we would view the ending or culmination or finale of this game. And I think we even saw this with Endwalker. It's always going to be really hard to have those final moments because if you leave them too open-ended, it's not satisfying. But if, you know, you tie up or resolve things in a way that might not resonate with certain people or might resonate really strong with other people. It, it is a tough thing. And I think even more so when you are looking at actually ending, ending a game, because you want those final experiences to be something that everybody takes away with them. And, you know, that somehow encapsulates the feeling and work and energy and care that you've put into however many years of game we'll have at that point. So I have no doubt that it probably is far beyond our scope of actually kind of thinking about right now. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it's fun. It's fun to kind of assume. I mean, I'm curious, too, if anybody in comments or chat or anywhere has more thoughts on it, how everybody kind of feels that they want it to pan out, because I do hope they'll surprise us. But at the same time, I also hope that we'll have a some kind of grounding, you know, and that we will see. I hope they don't just abandon the ancients. I hope they don't just abandon a lot of the things. I hope the world continues to grow on itself, even as we move on to new horizons, because I think that 14 handles that so well. Mm -hmm. The end comes and we wake up and it was all a dream. (laughs) No, no, thank you. I don't want that one. I don't want that one, but yes, it was a thought you had that you put out there. <laughs> or or uh, what, what other what uh, fa- famous TV endings? Uh, we can all just sit in a diner. <laughs> yeah, um, we can we can just the snow globe. Th- this whole this whole story was a book we were writing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it was all a dream. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mix does have a really good point, which is I don't know if I've ever anticipated a Final Fantasy ending. They always <laughs> tend to be a bit of a fever dream, <laughs> right? And I mean, honestly, I could see it. We get to the end, you know, all the things, the final fights happen, all the stuff happens. And then there's some long cutscene sequence that we all mm-hmm. feel like we suddenly went on an acid trip for and we don't understand. And there's like weird, ambiguous symbolism. And then we spend the next 10 years debating on the forums and elsewhere yep. exactly what the interpretation of those cutscenes was Is supposed Squall to dead? be. Or you yeah. do like the uh, like the alien fish tank thing, right? It was all we were all we were part of like a simulation this whole time. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot of options. Maybe maybe this is Squall's fever dream when he yeah. died. Yes, yeah. more ties to eight to than anybody end. ever knew. We're gonna yeah. be walking through a desert and we look up and it's just Ultimisia and she's like, "What? <laughs> what? What are you doing here? Like, why? 
this is this is not what I thought would happen. And then and then like Vaughn and Shantoto and all of a sudden we're in Decidia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh we had another question. So mm-hmm. if you could do a crossover event from uh, any game series, which mm. series and which character from that series would you bring into 14 to interact with? We've done some very silly casts mm-hmm. that were just like when we had Moose on one time, we did the most crackpot crossovers we could think of. I mean, so that Seinfeld crossover times, was pretty yeah. legit. Um, Seinfeld crossover was something. <laughs> <sighs> that's a oh, that's rough, man. Like, because yeah. we we had right a little bit of of overlap with uh, mm-hmm. with near last expansion. Yeah. I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> to put it nicely, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I mean, they've they've done other things, right? They've had lightning show up before. They've had Noctis show mm-hmm. up. They've had Shantoto show up. I think only once the original Eleven crossover yeah. event. Um, for for that, like, yeah, all, all right. Like, it's it's in series, and I think I think mm-hmm. if they're gonna do stuff, I think in series makes more sense um because i mean you know it's like the gilgamesh thing yeah gilgamesh is just kind of <laughs> all over yeah he might be the same he might whatever dimensions and stuff sure um but then you know it, it it's kind of a different thing when you're like okay and now uh we're gonna have mm-hmm. like joker show up from persona 5 with the cat and you drive around and you get like the cat <laughs> van as a mount and you're like what is happening uh that's a little weird like it needs I'd to make yeah, I mean, I do it too, but it needs to, you know, ideally, right? It's, do we it's, get depends on how oh, immersion breaking you want it. Yeah. <laughs> do we get do we get a remix by Soken of some Persona music? Because if so, oh. I'm down. Let's do it. I right. mean, yeah, sign me up for that. Sign me yeah, up for that. Yeah, yes, I would be down for I need that. that. Yeah, I we need that. This is a question that prior to this expansion, I probably would have fully indulged in. And I do have mm-hmm. some that I would like to see in the game. I mean, the ones that immediately come to mind for me are Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger. Yeah. I want Chrono Trigger in this game, if for no other reason than the fact that it has loose, debatable ties to Final Fantasy. And since it seems as though we are never going to get a true remake of it, which it truly deserves, mm-hmm. then at least let me see some of it and hear that banger soundtrack in Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, Chrono Trigger would be the huge one. Um, and then Guild Wars 2, I think, would just be fun. I just Because mm-hmm. I like both of them, <laughs> and I just want to see them. I, I I, see it's shocking that you would want a Guild Wars 2 collab. I know. Couldn't believe um, that. A total one out of left field would be a Ghibli crossover. I actually mm. think that seeing something with their films or their, you know, something with that. I mean, we have the Shroud. We could maybe get something from Princess Mononoke and the Forest Spirits. Or I, I would just love to see that because I think it's a whimsical, beautiful world. Um, even something like the Spirit Bathhouse or like a Spirit World, the world of the Kami. I think that mm. would be something that could be fun with some Spirited mm. Away ties. But all of this to say. I kind of hope we don't get any more <laughs> mm-hmm. crossover, at least raids yeah. and stuff like that. Little events, I think, are really fun, and I'm totally down for that. And I have no doubt that they are probably going to go back to the 24-man collab after Endwalker. Mm. But I kind of don't want them to, to be honest. I, right. I actually have been so in love with just seeing them use these particular endgame content pieces as a way to tell more story and wrap mm-hmm. up various facets of the world and i don't want to go back so well yeah. and and i think and and correct me if i'm wrong here but i think when you say collab right are you talking about 
like IP collab or creator collab? Oh, IP collab. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like Evilise was, I, I think Evilise was fine. Yeah. Right, yeah. because it was oh, grounded yeah. in in our world, whereas Nier was just like, "Here's a space station, and it crashed, and things, and, and we, we don't even know what's going on." I'm just gonna say, like, Boja ended, but we need more of it. I, yeah, I, what the hell was end? that ending? Like, what is what that even anyway? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I liked the twelve collab. Yeah. I liked. I like all of these, right? And I think that the way what you mm -hmm. pointed out, fusion was so important. It, the distinction for me is that. 12 did expand the world in a fundamental yeah. way, even with its races and everything else that we decided to bring in, and I loved that. Um, and it didn't quite feel the same with Nier, although there are parts of the Nier raids mm -hmm. I really like. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would rather them focus more specifically on their own world and lore and unique right. things. And if they really want to supplement it with something within the franchise, that's fine. Or if they really want to bring... Because I do think there's value in having mm -hmm. diverse ideas and creators and styles mm -hmm. that interact with the game and collaborate with the game but again i just i'm like right. this has been so yeah. good already and small. we're only in the first release for both the 24 man and eight man yeah yeah small stuff is fine like like chris just said in, in chat the monster hunter collab is perfectly fine i think that's that's good mm -hmm. just a little thing you have some stuff that you can get and you move on like that's fine the 24 man eh some, yeah, something something with such a big focus on it. I mean, I, and, yeah. and we've, we've talked about this before, right? Yeah. Um, I think anything with, with a, a plot more than like one mm -hmm. quest worth of, of text, right? Yeah. Um, if, if you're like looking this up in like the encyclopedia, it mm -hmm. should be a bunch of stuff spread out. It should, it should merge into the world, right? Whereas yeah. with like near, it would be like its own chapter. Oh, and here's a thing that happened. Up. You know what I mean? Whereas Evilise and, uh, you know, all the stuff, this is ingrained already right in the lore. And so it needs to build off of that. Uh, whatever the collab coming in, whether it be just a creator yeah. or an IP, it needs to work with the story. And it, it needs to make sense in a way that, like, yeah. if whatever's coming in, I don't need to have played that to understand what's going on. I think and then, the only collab... Yeah, that's going to be great is 16, right? Where Yoshi mm. P collaborating with Yoshi P, right? Like, I want to see it. <laughs> that's a also, good one. There's a what, lot. Of what should we bring primal... into 14, me? I don't yeah. know, me. That's a great question. Exactly. There's a lot of primal stuff going on in 16 from what we know yeah. of. People being marked for, you know, uh, as thralls of a primal, a cool kind of evoker style of summoner. That's not why I'm saying it. No, I'm just saying. It's very cool and interesting to me, and please bring us uh, some collab. I, I would guess that they have to, but then again, I mean, we we eventually got fifteen, right? It's that idea yeah. of they want people to yeah. they want the 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 newer game to be out for a while. They want people to get familiar yeah. with the characters and know who they are, and then maybe at some point, eventually, they'll they'll do a thing. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, that leads into discussions of other of like, is sixteen yeah. on a shard? Like, I. Uh -huh. <laughs> Oh, uh, who knows? Um, but uh, I mean, I, I think that the style of it, um, I think could fit with, could mesh with 14 mm -hmm. if, if they wanted it to. But, um, you know, who knows what they would do or if they'll do anything. Um, yeah. You know, if, if we get anything, it'll be years after, after 16 yeah. comes out. So. Yep. But it'll be exciting. 
because oh, I yeah. do think, yeah, Yoshi P being involved in both projects, I think there's a good chance that he would try and like make them work together or mm-hmm. uh yeah. So I think that could be great. And honestly, I have been so hyped by everything I've seen of Final yep. Fantasy 16 so far. So I am deeply on board mm-hmm. and I cannot wait and I am looking forward to it with oh, every yeah. fiber of my being. <laughs> come on, come on, pops and chat Fortnite collab. <laughs> Gosh, no. Uh, I mean, uh, we had a question. I would I would play more Fortnite if I could be Alice or something. Man, <laughs> it's I I'm in such a weird spot. <laughs> I you can no closure. comment this out. It's fine. I, yeah, I, I have to no comment this because I do work for Epic, which is a thing that I can say, but I cannot get into anything else about it. But I, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. I'd like uh, that. We did have a question from Pixie, who actually, I found out this past week, is a newer listener. We're so happy to have you oh, yeah. uh, join us. Oh, and awesome. I got, we got to chat a little bit on stream. But uh, has a question. Which deity of the 12 are you the most excited about to see design-wise and or mechanic fight I'm going to say this before Rook gets to it. Halone. <laughs> <laughs> Why you Stole. take her from me? She's my so. she's my deity first. Oh, mm. I mean technically, Bravo, but I want her to step on me so much more than you do, Fusion. I know this. My step we'll, on me. We'll, we'll, we'll set up strong. a schedule, okay? She can step on me uh, Sundays through Wednesdays, and then Thursdays through Saturdays, she can step on you. Mm. Fine, fine. All right. Okay. Tell okay. us why and what mechanics you want from Holone. He's like, I didn't have I didn't that. get I that far. I didn't get that far. I just wanted to get <laughs> yeah. it out before you could do it. Um, it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, okay. I mean, look, we need we need some like cool spear stuff. Um, I, I, I totally like would I would love to see some like Valkyrie type vibes. Right. Maybe have her fly around a little bit, throw up some mm-hmm. wings. Um, probably a lot of line based AOEs. <laughs> would be my guess right just spears flying around maybe some some that swirl around um but yeah i'm I'm excited to see Helone. i feel like uh, i mean it's i mean we talked about this too before like who we think will be like the uh the final boss for each tier uh and i think the the assumption that we kind of landed on is that it'd be the the deities of all the city states um or at least the the first three right we had mm-hmm. nalthal then we'll probably get uh uh, Limlane mm-hmm. and Nofika, but that'd be very cool. Yeah, Alone is that is that weird one? It's like, but what about Ishgard? <laughs> um, I could almost see them saving saving Halone for like a second to last boss for the third tier, right? Just because mm-hmm. of that kind of position. But maybe maybe there's right. some other order that they're working on that builds with the narrative more. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just hope she's buff. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no. I just hope she, she's gonna be like not. Natalie Portman in Thor Four buff. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is oh I'm weak in the knees. I mean, like even we can go as buff as they feasibly want. I just want her to be buff because mm. we've already seen such a great, beautiful array of designs with the other gods, and I'm like, okay, well you got to give me buff ladies. If you're yeah. gonna give me every single flavor of thing I like, then buff lady has got to be one of them. So mm-hmm. don't be coward, Square Enix, and make mm-hmm. that woman buff. Thank you. <laughs> I think I think yeah. she will be. I mean, the, the oh, question yeah. is is like, 
because we because we have i mean we have a, a few like female deities right we had mm-hmm. uh who was the one in the first tier i'm, I'm blanking azema azema yeah. right and so you have this kind of like elegant dancey mm-hmm. kind of one right we'll have uh nofika who will be uh she's about like harvest and fruitful yeah and yeah nature, i imagine <laughs> I hope she curvy. I hope yeah. she yeah. is abundant and curvy. I was trying to think of a tasteful way to say that. I'm like, we know she's going to have some assets, um, uh, <laughs> probably. Well, I see. hope her booty is bountiful. <laughs> exactly. It's I a- mean, we've we've seen we've seen the uh, the artwork in Gridania. <laughs> the other C in thick is for respect. Now, don't think about that too hard. It just works. Okay, yeah. I'm not gonna think about it too much. I'm right, thinking about it too hard. Um, <laughs> um, I would but, have to say that mine, if I can't have Halone, mm-hmm. I mean you can. Um, no, I'm not saying fine. that you can. We can it's we can fine. share custody. I am looking forward to Thaliac because mm. Um, mm. if there's one thing that I love about equally, although slightly less than strong, powerful women that mm. could crush me and or are muscular, it is beautiful. <laughs> beautiful attractive elegant um just amazing elephant men so mm. for me just i'm i'm all about that um that statue in old charlian yep. is just a literal thirst trap and <laughs> I'm, I'm ready i'm ready to bathe in the bountiful waters of thaliax viewer so mm-hmm. um yeah i'm looking forward to that one and it, it probably as well i think we'll have some really fun mechanics because right if we get to see him, um, I mean, he is so much about magic and ether, and I would love to see them really lean into that and like get a very magic-y fight with him. I think that could be mm-hmm. a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, I am curious, though, if they are going to depict him as Elvin or Elizin, um, yeah. because the with the other gods, I mean, those they weren't really any particular fun. race. They were just kind mm-hmm. of their own thing, ideal. Or kind of, you know, ancienty, I guess, yeah. if they if they do have connections to the ancients. Mm-hmm. So I guess some of that it, we don't know if some of that is the reflection of the people who made right. the monuments because they themselves were, you know, an Elizan population, so they perceived their deity as maybe being mm-hmm. Elizan affiliated or things like that. But sure. uh, I think for me, I'm looking forward to Thaliac and Helone, obviously, and well, Oshan because I think Oshan's going to have a big moment. But. Yeah, that's that's the one for me mm-hmm. is Oshan. Because that that is the deity that, that I picked at the very beginning. I'm like, I'm going to be an adventurer. The Wanderer makes sense, you know. Um, Thaliac was the second one because I do like elegant and knowledge. Elegance and knowledge. Yeah, that's that's good. But Oshan now kind of seeing what we see and, and all the ideas we have makes it seem like he's going to be a big deal, maybe towards the very end. Mm-hmm. And I would love some more puzzle mechanics with him. Not not quite like the ultimate. Let's not go there. Uh, although that'd be fun. <laughs> but things akin to the balance, right? In 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 mm-hmm. something that you really have to think about, which is going to make it sucky to do every week. But that's fine. That's part of the fun of these. Honestly, if you're going to do it every week, you know what you're going to get sometime, and that's fine. You're ready to. You're down, right? So, Oshan, make it really interesting. Make it make it something we have to figure out. And I'd love to see that. But I, other than that, I mean, maybe Namia? I have no idea. Right? Mm. Yeah. So wanna, will we? We will. But what would she be like? Yes. She not have too much. Yeah. yeah. She would be like, yes. Know. 
She, I mean, <laughs> she's a weaver. All right. I mean, they could do so much cool stuff yeah. with that, though. Having recently, having recently watched through Wheel of Time, which I had mm. actually never read the books. And I know yeah. there are obviously many discussions happening about the television adaptation of it. Sure. But one of the things that I adore from this series is this way that they have envisioned weaving magic. Mm -hmm. So it's almost as though they've conceptualized magic as being like threads of different elements or forces in the world. Mm -hmm. And particularly within Wheel of Time, for anybody who doesn't know, um, women are able to like tap into this and then like weave them together for different effects. And even in a lot of the choreo that they did, these kind of like weaving motions where mm -hmm. they're like gathering things and knotting them or tying them in the opening is so good for the show. It's so cool with these like looms and all this stuff. So I yeah. think that they could do something really, um, really cinematic yeah. there. And I think, doesn't she have ties to Thaliac because they both... They all uh, are have, connected have somehow. There's magic. A, and... there's, a, there's a big old 12 family tree out there. Yeah. Somewhere. So they could maybe pair them or pair yeah. some of them if they really need to with, I mean, with it, the fight. But... If she's a weaver, I think I'd like to see giant balls of yarn. And then maybe <laughs> like some cats show up that are like swatting oh, sure. at the balls of yarn. Yeah. You could do like a you could do like a weird thing where uh, I mean mm -hmm. even if if you don't have the cat right you could do like uh, do uh, think like uh, the first boss in the keeper of the lake right you have the the mm -hmm. missiles that that drop right but oh. then you got to smack them away but then what if that leaves like a line AOE behind it wherever you smack it. I can see it like I a mean, ball of yarn. <laughs> I'm really fixated on this idea of a ball of yarn. I know. <laughs> At least it's a ball of yarn and not. And and I don't think that they're going to do it because these don't really have. Uh, they do have an animal theme, but not a big one. Spiders. Like you, you say mm. spinner. I think spider immediately. Okay. I don't think we have to go there. I mean, it'd be fine. But I'd love to see some other depiction. Yeah, they could go there. They could go yeah. there. I could so, see it. So Fusion um, is the could... crazy cat guy. Yes, I am crazy because <laughs> I had cats. Yes. They could also go maybe, I don't know. I, I saw in chat and, and the talk about the fates. Uh, mm -hmm. Like They could go something kind of that way if they're leaning into that ancient Greek sort of element. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I they could even do maybe threads across the arena where yeah. certain threads, if you like cross through them, have different effects or yeah. buffs or explosions or I was just thinking the, uh, yeah. uh, it makes me think Tethers of a little days. bit of the, the boss in um, was it Andapur Keep with like the different colored things, right? They would do different things, maybe have different oh, colored yeah. threads that you have to run across mm -hmm. or don't run across, or maybe maybe it's just chains. You get chained or threaded to somebody else, right? That seems like a mm -hmm. thing. Um, yep. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, Oshan and Namiya, because I have no idea. I can't wait. This has been such a good yeah. 24 man already. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, like I said before, there are other 24 mans that have really captivated me or i've really enjoyed them but this one feels like such a culmination of so many things the fights were fantastic the music mm -hmm. was great the story is so intriguing so intrinsic to the world i just i am really looking forward to the next portion well of and it. then and then you think right. about where we are kind of technically yeah. where do we, where, yeah. where we entered this this yeah. zone mm -hmm. right we're gonna get that silver tier like <laughs> presence thing figured out mm -hmm. finally that's what i want that's what I want. I just want to know what the presence of Silver Tear Falls was. That's all I want to know. 
So sort of hand in hand with our collab question, uh, we had another question in the chat. Would you like to see Final Fantasy XIV represented in other games? Would you like to see fourteen show up in any other oh, games yeah. or venues? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I would love... And is it... Is it uh, a little weird and self-aggrandizing? I don't think so. Just put something from fourteen into... 16 please just mm. some stuff just just some cool stuff for us to know it's like it random ass like deal. garland yeah. ironworks poster somewhere exactly <laughs> like i i want to see it i really really do and i don't know why i want to see that so much because normally i'm like whatever but mm -hmm. i do want to see some of that dna kind of crossover i think i mean i i mean it's dna i think definitely we'll yeah, see sure. some of that but i think i mean even hell even lightning returns story. had some yeah. uh like had grand company shields and stuff right yeah. so like we could see something um yeah i mean it's i think it's entirely possible i mean um even uh what was it 15 they did uh weapons just from other final fantasies yeah. we had like the gable from 14 we had uh i think it was like zidane's daggers like so i mean mm -hmm. we'll probably see a little like maybe a couple hints of that kind of stuff right um but yeah as far as like other games go i mean we've seen a little bit of of collabs already with like random mobile games you know what i mean yeah. like like yishtol and thangrid have been in uh <sighs> is it brave x face there's like two of them now yeah I forget like the, yeah. whatever the newer one I is. I think they've been in both. Yeah, they've probably been. I mean, there's there's Record Keeper. I mean, there's there's yeah. you know other stuff. I think um, mm -hmm. Eleven just had like a tie-in with was it like Grand Blue or something. I right there. There's so many yeah. mobile games that people collab with these days. It's hard to keep track of yeah. everything. Um, so I think that would be fine. But like I I don't know. It'd be I can't imagine them doing anything like more than that like it'd be really weird if like the next assassin well i, I say yeah. that like it'd be weird but yeah. they've already done assassin's creed collabs uh, yep. <laughs> like very I, hard assassin's creed collabs i really enjoyed seeing the example. behemoth fight in monster hunter yeah. so something like that mm -hmm. where we get to see fights that we enjoy reconceptualized in other games i think is is really i yeah. even if i never play those games i just like seeing how they do that so mm -hmm. I would be very invested in that. I also love Paintsy's suggestion from the chat. Final Fantasy fourteen dating, uh, dating sim. Just mm -hmm. put like everyone from the game um, into either Monster Prom or Dream Daddy. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> look, I'm down for them just making a whole game that is only a romance game. Like mm -hmm. a Final Fantasy romance dating sim. Give me all of the eligible characters in Final Fantasy fourteen. I would play it nonstop. I would play it all the time. I would. I'm not gonna lie. I would do it. I would do it. Yeah, Rick streams go from game. MMO streams to just this 114 visual novel. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. This is the content I mean, now. I mean, I Monster would not Hunter. play it. <laughs> Monster Hunter is is great, and I'd love to see more enemies in Monster Hunter. I I would love that there would just be a pipeline between the two games. Like honestly, that was so mm -hmm. cool. Um. I mean, I can see, you know, there's there's those humongous games out there like the Genshin, as I, I always the call it. The Genshin. The Genshin. The Genshin. I like to be kind of slightly uh, a boomer about it just because I don't play it. There I was <laughs> playing the Genshin. But they they have more games coming um, with other themes that could be cool to see a 14 character just appear. Like, how would sure. they do it? What sort of abilities would they have? How would it interact like that? That would be kind of cool. 
I mean, it would be Yishtola. She'd be some kind of a mage. Yeah. Most likely. Most likely. All right, our next one. Mm -hmm. If Yoshi P called you up and Mm. asked you to design a raid, what kind of plot or theming would you choose? Would it be an 8-man or a 24-man? Usually it's just like, oh gosh, I have so much to think about now. I've got to think about it so fast. (laughs) Yeah. It is a it, it's a quick turnaround. You only have like uh, forty five seconds or so, and I'm I'm stretching it out by explaining it right now. And I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, I'm tr- I, I'm trying I to get my head it. out of the gutter because my my first thought for some reason uh-huh. because I'm like I'm like how can I play off the raid aspect? And I'm thinking yeah. about the the episode of SpongeBob where he and Patrick and Mr. Krabs do a panty raid. Oh, I see. And they end up going into like Mr. Krabs's mom house. Oh, okay. And then he gets grounded. I don't want that in 14. So Let me be very clear. I don't that. I don't want that in, in 14. I think if I did pick between the two, I think I would go with the eight man instead mm-hmm. of a 24 man because I feel like you get a better close knit tight knit story with the eight man. Sure. With the 24 man because it's just, you know, you need so many people and I feel like it's the eight man can be more MSQ focused because you don't need as many people for it. I don't know if that's like a design thing or whatever, but that's what it's kind of felt like for the last couple of expansions, at least to me. Yeah. Um, so I think I'd want to do an eight man. Um, what I would want it to be though. I mean, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, I, I think there, there's definitely some areas in the game that like we never went to that really surprised me. Yeah. And I don't know how you would connect all of that, <laughs> but like, I mean, we have, uh, we have that, that one, um, that one like temple or, or building out in, um, uh, Sandy area on the first. Oh, uh, <laughs> what was Amarang. Amarang. We're all like, yeah, what was that yeah. area called? But right, there's like that really cool building, like by that frozen yeah. thing of light. Like we never go in there. Um uh, not to like double down on desert areas, yeah. but there's also like a really cool um like temple to one of the twelve in in Thanalan that we never like went into that mm-hmm. was always kind of surprising to me. Um it'd be cool to to somehow go back to the places that feel like really cool landmarks that we should have explored but didn't mm-hmm. um but yeah how to narratively tie that all together i <laughs> no idea <laughs> that's not my job i'm just i'm just giving the base ideas that you know Odison has to figure the rest out yeah uh yeah for me i i think the first thing that comes to mind just because we're thinking about it and maybe we might go there maybe is the void and i would love hmm. the 24 man there to be about the fallen warriors of light if we don't get it some other way hmm. because we know that they all failed because they were separated yeah now i would love for them to then become basically uh sin eaters you know what i mean see the other side of that but tell us some really compelling stories about why they failed just like mm-hmm. the role quest for uh, I could, Shadowbringers. Yeah, know? you know, when you were saying that, I, I not that I wouldn't play it as a raid, right? But sure. I feel like they could also do this easily, yeah, like a like exactly. a quest series, and I think that could be really cool. But yeah, I just want that story somewhere. Just to know, why did they fail? What did the Asians do? Was it the Asians or was it them who actually failed? Um, I'd love to know more about that. 
Oh, you know, uh, paints a brush in mm-hmm. the in the chat, and I, I I think I've joked about this before too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gold saucer raid, and you fight Godbert. Yeah, give us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- oh, ultimate. That's what I joked about for the next ultimate. We'll do like a a, a Manderville ultimate, right? Okay. Um, I think it'd be hilarious to do. Uh, it, it's one of those things, right? Like, right, where you want a raid to have like a really yeah. like solid story and stuff. But like, would it be kind of fun to have like a super crazy wacky like Godbert's like, I'm going to make a trial mm-hmm. combat thing. And then like, you just have to fight crazy random shit. And at some point <laughs> you like fight Godbert or you fight like Hildebrand's mom with like the giant frying pan. Like that could be funny. Like that could be, mm. you know, a tournament it, arc. yeah. We or give me, give me, give me like three phases for a, for a Hildebrand like trial or something. Right. Yeah. That could be, that could be fun. Yeah. Trial makes sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, he Surprising. already had a couple. Yeah, I mean, why not? Make it something yeah. Make it something bigger scale. I do think that would be really fun. I like the idea of that. I mean, you all know me. So for me, I'm like dragons, probably. Mm-hmm. I'd like some of those. <laughs> so Mercidia, mm-hmm. I, I, I would just love to see more about the full range of types of dragons, you know? And we, we know that they evolve in so many different ways. Even in some of the other dungeons that we've seen um, that feature dragons, right? Like, there are huge, what we assume would be draconic skeletons of types of dragons maybe we've never even witnessed that are on a Mm -hmm. scale that, you know, brings you much closer back to, oh, Final Steps of Faith uh, Faith Dragon is named... Mm. (sighs) Vidofnir? No. 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 The, uh, I've tried to repress the memories of Final Steps. <laughs> I want to say it has like pot in it, like spot, flash pot or something. I don't, probably totally. Vishap. 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 Yeah, that's the Vishap. one. Vishap. Vishap. Yeah. Vishap. Um, uh, Vishap. Like the, he's huge, and there are no other dragons like him. Hmm. So, like for me, I'm really curious about that kind of variation. And I think there could be some really phenomenal fights. I don't, I want to be friends with the dragons ultimately. I, I, so I maybe we'd be like proving our worth, but I, I think we I can combine ideas. I think we can, we can get you the content that you need Rook. Mm-hmm. So we'll do a 24 man, but it'll also be like speed dating where you like have to find a table and then you just talk to the dragons. And if things work out, maybe you can see each other again. Hmm. I like that. I mean, fight sexual is a thing. So you can be, I mean, it didn't work for me when it came to Xenos, but maybe for a bunch of dragons. (laughs) So yeah. Uh, No, I, yeah, I think that'd be really, I'd love to see that. I'd also just love more of a setting of Mercidia and what the civilizations Mm -hmm. or peoples Mm -hmm. and and that kind of area is. Really, honestly, the ancients was a huge one for me. So I'm living my best life right now with what they decided (laughs) to do on that. But time travel, as much as it creates huge headaches, I think also just takes us to times and places that we really do want to see or yeah. know about. I mean, the peak of the Allegan Empire would be fascinating to have some kind of eight man or 24 man in. Mm-hmm. Granted, we have so many Allegan bosses. Do we really need it? No. But I do think to actually see that time and place would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Same with the War of the Magi. Again, another period we know a lot about. Yeah. But um, I mean, there, there's a lot of possibilities. I saw uh, as inception, you just climb up a tower and fight versions <laughs> of yourself. I mean, I would be so down for that. Yeah. I think that would be great too. But I, hmm, yeah, it's tough. I, I would want mm-hmm. it to be something connected to the Lauren story. I feel like there's so much beyond. Again, we don't know what we're going to see yet in the void. I mm. want to know more about all of the different shards. I want to know more about or the reflections. I want to know more about all of those different areas. 
so for me, a lot of that would be something I'd be really interested in. Maybe even a journey. The elementals are something I bring up a lot because I mm -hmm. think they're really interesting. And we might get something with them in this 24-man because they were supposedly made by Nofika. But if they don't yeah. do that, I mean, yeah, give me some weird, wacky spirit world kind of thing. And the elementals are like we're in their plane of existence in a sense. Or I, I mm -hmm. think that could also be a, a really interesting time. Yeah, you know, talk, talking about the void too. Here's here's another another topic. Do you think that they would go back? Because right now we we have World of Darkness, right? That was our first kind of taste of the void, right? And as far as we knew, that was it. It was just a couple of random floating platforms and this really big green woman. Um, but since then, we've seen more of what we presume is the void. And it's a little brighter. <laughs> do you think like do you think that they will explain something in, in terms of like where where the world of darkness takes place within the void? Or do you think that they might go back and like change the skybox to make it match what they're doing? Like it's just because it, they seem like very different yeah. places. But we also had like the empty right yeah. on the first. I think that. Yeah, you know, they will show off the different domains, mostly because we had the... I'm just going to call them the Four Fiends. They might not actually they, be. They are. They Let's are. be honest. They are. They are. <laughs> but they weren't physically in that place. So they were doing sure. the, the Star Wars, you know, uh, 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 hologram type thing. So I think that they are in their areas. And the World of Darkness was just the Cloud of Darkness's area. You mm -hmm. know, like her purview. Like, if they were Light Wardens, it would be where she was from. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I would guess. So okay. it's it's probably going to be a broken down husk of a planet, which would be great. Like, mm -hmm. that'd be cool. Call it the World of Ruin. Do it. Please. Ooh. Put some six in there, too. That's I good. love it. I like that. I want that. But, you know. Mm -hmm. I see in chat the idea of fighting the Convocation of 14 that had crossed my mind too. And mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know if they'd ever do it because I mean, we have seen so much of the Asians, at least as we've yeah. known them, but it would be very different to fight them. You know what that feels like? Were. You know what that mm -hmm. feels like to me? That? that feels like an ultimate. Ooh. Oh, that would be really cool. Honestly, maybe, maybe not all of them, but like yeah. a bunch of the Asians that we've, yeah, I mean, maybe they could throw the other ones yeah. in there too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I have really enjoyed so far Asphodelos, and I think that obviously mm. there's a larger story they're telling with it. But I won't yeah. lie, I was kind of surprised they didn't do something more like the Convocation. I was a little bit yeah. surprised that they didn't do something that felt more directly involved. Like, I thought we might actually set foot in Amarat as it was and see how mm. it was maybe different from, you know, even what Emmett had shown us or that we would actually get to be part of some of the really, I don't know, main feature action and or locations of the ancients. So it was kind of funny to be like, well, here's this like weird little dungeon that we have and I, we're going to yeah. have the story. And, I, I think but, at this, go ahead. Oh, but I was just going to say it makes sense because they probably didn't want anything too drastically mm. impactful as far as the time continuum entanglement right. yeah. shenanigans. And we're still getting to see some characters that I think do have the possibility of huge importance, even though it hasn't been totally confirmed yet. So all of that is great, and I am not complaining. But yeah, mm -hmm. I am curious. Like, what were all of the convocation like when they mm -hmm. were themselves? What even were their true forms like? How did they mm -hmm. behave? How did they interact? And I don't know if we'll ever get that full commitment, but it would be great to see. Yeah. And I think, I mean, another another element uh, I was going to say is I think 
resources, right? Are they going to really go and make another Amarat instance or assets or whatever, right? Because we have what's in the Tempest right now. We have what's in the dungeon and a lot of the stuff that we've seen in Endwalker is just those same areas getting reused. Mm -hmm. So I think I don't think we would get another little area. Uh, I mean, we could, though. I mean, they have done um, stuff uh, with like there's Gongos, there's uh, I always forget the one from the weapon quest. What Turncliffe? was Turncliffe? Turncliffe. Yeah. Um, but I think I think any resources they would they would save for for other content because we've seen mm-hmm. so much of of the ancients and Amorot already. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to see more Amorot. Yeah. Give me more. Give me that Amorot housing ward. Like, where's that at? Um, yeah. but. Maybe take a break for an expansion and then come back. That'd be fine. I think people would feel a little bit better about it by then. There you go. Oh, I have an unconventional one. Mm. I just thought of one. I just thought of one. Okay. So we've had like the Zodiac Braves and stuff like that, yeah. but we've also had various relic weapons or weapons in the game that make reference to the heroes of legend. We've had, mm. you know, even things like when we were looking at Charlian, um, the original 12 Archons um, and their leader who founded Charlian. We've had all mm-hmm. these like iconic historical figures. Um, what made me think of it was specifically uh, like the White Mage staff and the uh, Pajali that supposedly carried the White Mage staff from right. ARR. And I think it could be a really unconventional and interesting one if you had to fight all of the past heroes of the source. And mm. they had their own realizations or, I don't know, primal forms or whatever, but yeah. that they maybe mm. came to judge your worth as, like, the protector or hero of the realm. Mm. And there could be more with the actual in-depth, you know, them talking about the time periods that they lived or something there that, or, you know, the future of the game that could be a little bit more in-depth than just, like, we wanted to fight you to make sure you were worthy of I, this. I, I, yeah, I, so, uh, so thinking about that a little bit, I got one, and it's, it's again, right, it's like time travel fuckery, right? Yeah, whatever. War of the Magi. Yeah. Yeah, I think someone someone said that and I was like, yeah, that'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would love yeah. to see that. I would love to see that. Just because they're such fascinating and pivotal periods of time. And of course, it doesn't mean that you always have to go back yeah. in time to explore things. Yeah. But I think one of the biggest things for me is that, and maybe this could be something to even consider if I were designing something. I get a little tired after a while of just being in ruins of places yeah. that were cool. Like, I want to be. <laughs> in a place that is cool and i want something to happen there that is in the moment action and interesting you know Mm -hmm. and i mean technically we do have that right we're living through a period of time there are crises and threats that rise because of it Mm -hmm. but so often you know it's like we run through rabbin and it's like this place was cool once we go through omdapur and they're like it was neat once Mm -hmm. upon a time we go through and i want to be in a place in that setting kind of going you know wow look at this fascinating thriving civilization and now here's all the rich complex things that are happening within it or um you know look at the unique threats that they have managed to uh, you know create this unique summoning or this unique magic or this they've you know all this stuff where it feels like you really are in something in the moment Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's tough because a lot of these places we want to go to you would have to travel in the past to go back to them because they're such a fascinating and unique setting but I would love to see moving forward, even that little taste that we got in Ultima Thule, right, of these incredible civilizations, these, again, they were the ruins, the remnants, mm-hmm. but 
I would love, and and hopefully with our sort of adventuring moving forward, we get that sense. Of course, if we go to the void, I think it's going to be the complete opposite experience, where again, we are in the ruins of a civilization, which is fine, and I think it can be even more haunting in a sense with the mm -hmm. void, because of the fact that, you know, we were managed to turn back the disaster on the first, but on the void, it happened. And so yeah. you get that kind of Last of Us feeling where you are like witnessing the ghost of a civilization that once was. They could, they could make the void look like uh, Primivian in 11. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be very, I would love to see like something, some kind of raid or 24 man that it is very much, you know, set within a world that is thriving that we are part of and are exploring and learning more about, I mean, which we're, we're getting in certain ways, but. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's, that's interesting too. I'm, I'm curious how the, the community would would accept that like i mean i can remember like when selfatol was like a dungeon you know what i mean or alamigo was a dungeon and you know the idea of like yeah remember that one star that we like saw a little snippet of yeah well now it's just gonna be like a raid it's still not like a full area it's just a couple little battles but it's 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 one of those things where at the same time do you just then not explore it at all you know what i mean so well, I mean, I think they could have a map, right? Yeah, this is sure. one thing that I think 14 has really slept on a little bit in that, I mean, granted, not many MMOs have done this, but, you know, um, uh, Guild Wars is a big one that came to mind because in the original Guild Wars, we had um, Kainang City. And now mm -hmm. in Guild Wars 2, we have New Kainang. And it is an entire zone map that is a city, right? And uh, mm -hmm. it's kind of funny because I do think that New Kainang and Guild Wars 2... I think they can buff it out and, and add more things in it, but right, it has its own dynamic events. It has all these quests. Mm. It has these different things you can discover sure. in it. It has all these shops and things that you can go into. And it reminds me as well of like exploring uh, Rabinaster, right? Rabinaster in 12. That's where you mm. start. That's the starting city mm. where you actually are like going through. And then there are layers that are like dungeons within that, right? Where mm. you go down into the sewers and there's almost kind of like a dungeony thing that you do down there as you fight the creatures in the sewers or the gangs and the you know different factions in the city and i would love to see maybe yes a, a raid like that but in tandem with a zone that had mm -hmm. quests mm -hmm. and information and lauren was a thriving civilization yeah i think that as we were talking about this you know just thinking about reflections and and how to have that being there at the thriving part of a civilization the void kind of crossovers with every single shard. It seems that way. They just poke in and try and do bad things. It'd be cool to use the timey-wimey nature of reflections to go to the void, learn about a cool civilization that, the you know, is destroyed or whatever. And then by the time we actually go to that shard, we find out that we're there during that time, that, his, that storied time that we learn about. They would have to prime the pump with this one. They'd have to be like, oh, yeah, it was great. And it's dead. You know, the world of ruin, basically. And you go and it's not after it happened. It's before it happened, which would be cool. Like that, that, that is a way to kind of get that because they talk about time a little bit with the first, but we, we haven't seen it mm -hmm. bite us yet. I love that idea. I love that idea. Aldino. I am living for it right now. Yes, please. And thank you. That one. That it one. It I I want them to play with the time. Oda because... Oda and Koji are just like <laughs> You want us to what? <laughs> yeah, that it'd be insane. It'd be a lot of work, but that'd be very cool. They would take an expansion to set up at the very least though. Mm-hmm. All right, do we feel ready to move on to I think we're good. Question? Let's do it.
All right. So this was actually adapted from a comment in the chat that it yeah. sparked a bit of conversation, and I thought it'd be fun to ask. So if you could have a sparring match with mm. any of the Scions, who would it be? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, my character would 100% pick Yastola. Like, you learn from Matoya. You are the avatar of destruction, you say. All right, let's go then. Let's see who is the better magic user. I would I say it. I would say Tataru. <laughs> but I'm not actually going to spar. I'm going to find that carbuncle she summoned. Yeah. And make the carbuncle fighter. <laughs> well, she is the strongest arcanist in the world, that's for sure. <laughs> Carbuncle's like, "You abandoned me." Yeah. Or <laughs> alternatively, I could do the same thing with Alpha now, right? Yeah. I'll grab his mm -hmm. grab his his old dusty grimoire. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is hard. Yeah. I like my first thought was Astinian, but I was like, technically we have already fought Astinian. Sure. So mm -hmm. and I mean I do think it'd be fun just to like in my mind, I imagine that probably my warrior of light and he have casual spars sometimes for fun mm -hmm. and to stay on top of their game. But I feel like Grahatia would be fun. Right. I have not been able to stop thinking about the magic that he uses when mm -hmm. he's in the Crystal Tower in those cutscenes in 5.3. And I have wondered, and this is something that is another question actually coming up, but I've wondered if they'd ever introduce something like Time Mage, but inspired mm -hmm. by the techniques that he developed, because he uses all this time magic when you're mm -hmm. in the tower. And I am so fascinated with it. Yeah. Gaia's uh, fight as well in the second half, if you did, um, uh, yeah, Savage, if you did the Savage mm -hmm. version. Um, she also uses a bunch of time magic that I just love the effects yeah. for and I think are really, really neat. So I'd love to see that. Um, and I think it'd be kind of fun because he's also so sweet and he probably would want to fight you, but you'd be like, yeah. Graha, I'm no, very Graha, Graha would totally be like, you get into this match and he's just like, just step on me. Just do it. Let's, like he's... <laughs> Let's go. I mean, I well, like... You know well, Graha would say to me, step on me, because that's definitely the energy that I get from mm -hmm. Graha. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. He'd just lay on the yeah, ground. Yeah. He's like, just do your worst. <laughs> Go for it. I've dreamed of this moment. There's just different pairs of, like, <laughs> shoes and boots next to him. He's like, choose whichever you want. And just I've He's hired centuries. an artist to, like, yeah. sketch pictures of him getting beat up by Alphano, you. Alphano's just <laughs> on the side, like, <laughs> documenting it. Um, I like the Ascidian idea only because, like... Mm. What do you mean there's two Azure Dragoons? No, 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 yeah, no, no. On. We're settling this. <laughs> um, I would also love Kryle. Mostly sure. okay. because she claims all the time, you know, that she's not as like combat oriented as the other mm -hmm. scions and all this stuff, but we really haven't gotten a good sense of how she fights, as far as I can remember. I can't think yeah. of a time that I've actually seen her like in a way yeah. that I feel like they would present her, you know, like this is Kryle's combat style, right? Mm -hmm. I actually, I cannot think of what that is. Is she technically a white mage? I think so. I don't Have even I know. seen her heal? I don't know. I don't know. Is she, is she in the, um, the tower in Endwalker for that brief beginning? Yeah. That's, I think that'd be the, one of the only places we could maybe get an idea. I think she uses a white mage staff that's a flower bud that opens. Yeah. This is such an oddly specific she's, thing for me to she's remember. She's a conjurer <laughs> yeah. for sure. Okay. Yeah, at least conjurer. Yeah. So I'd be very curious to see, especially with like 
her i mean just her knowledge and her history and you know yeah. she obviously knows a great deal of magics and i feel like she could just go whole ham i yeah. feel like you know there could be she could just be cryle and be sweet and not want to fight her you know whatever or she could be like a berserker white mage <laughs> and something would snap and it would be buck wild so i'd be very curious about that yeah. um i also think it'd be kind of fun to just fight the twins together like the two of them oh, as yeah. like as they have come into their own classes and to mm. be like, yeah, take, take me on. Yeah. Oh, Kyle heals someone. I do remember okay. because I couldn't heal them. It was that part where you can heal them if you're a healing class. And if you don't, Kyle does. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I do remember sure. that. Okay. But yeah, like the twins would be fun to fight as well. Like, you know, I'm thinking about it as the character that, you know, through the lens of the character that you're playing. And mm -hmm. yeah, I would love that character would love to test against all of the magic scions, every last one of them. Because you don't fight them, you know, yeah. like it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. So it'd be cool. Mm -hmm. It would be cool. That would be a fun, yeah. great idea, too. I yeah, think. I mean, they, they had stuff yeah. like that. Uh, oh, my God. Eleven again. Um, mm -hmm. When when they had FanFest for Eleven um, in the, the bags that you got, one of the things was a code to get an item um, that you could use to basically go into a fight with NPCs yeah. and fight against the NPCs. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it'd be cool to have, have something like that in, in mm -hmm. 14, just like a fun little like a sparring kind of thing. I love like, in the chat that people are like, yeah, Kryle does white mage, but PvP white mage. Yeah, <laughs> She's PvP just going to blast you out of Turn the universe. Turn you into a pig. <laughs> um, and yeah. there's the question, aren't there like canonically three to four white mages? That's something that actually, I think I even mentioned it once on a cast, is a huge point of debate in the role-playing community. Because technically within the can canonical lore, so far as we know it, right? Um, at least how it's presented in ARR, White magic, that yes, it is guarded by the Pajali. The elementals were the ones who taught it to the people who inhabited the forest um, and to Amdapur and the civilizations there. And in the War of the Magi, given the great catastrophe that was brought on because of it, they revoked teaching that to anyone. And they were at the peak of their power, like leading up to it. So, um, and, and when they decided to do this, so even if you, I think like in 1.0, right? Like, the idea of the green wrath was something that yeah. we have not really heard of much in 14 2.0 on, which was that at the height of their power, the elementals were so strong that if they didn't like what you were doing in their forest, they would literally eviscerate you, which is why to this day, it's still canonical that like carpenters and things that are going to cut down trees in the forest have to ask the tree and the elemental within it its permission to do that. Um, poaching was also something that was strictly forbidden within the forest. And there were like strict protocols that you had to adhere to. However, since the Calamity and Bahamut and everything that has happened, the elementals have been greatly weakened. So that's why even in some zones in the Black Shroud now, you see poacher camps and you see these mm -hmm. different groups. Um, they cannot enact the Green Wrath any longer. And in the course of the events in the game itself, we actually discover the ruins that were so long guarded um, to Omdipore and to White Magic. So um, this is actually fun because a friend of mine who's a big lore nerd asked Koji Fox at a convention once just this mm. question. It's not documented anywhere, but just asked because he role plays a white mage and he was curious. And Koji Fox's response at the time was, because of all these things, it's very possible that people can and have taught themselves white magic. I mean, you can go into the ruins and almost, you know, 
rework or like go back like the, the yeah. enchantments that are on certain enemies you could learn the magic watching certain creatures um theoretically the mogs could also teach it to you because they use white magic the moogles could mm -hmm. do it um mm -hmm. and we know that there's at least one iteration of white magic that is not uh not specific or native to the forest because um if you've done more stuff uh actually oh what's his name big friend samurai Big friend Gosetsu. Samurai. Gosetsu. Okay. is canonically a white mage now. Except yeah, he uses he uses like a form that is um oh what does he call it? There's a specific word that he uses for it. Did, does he say omyoji? It's very that... much like an omyoji. Okay, because okay. I that's the concept that I'm thinking of. But yeah. Mm -hmm. And he uses a white mage staff. Um, mm -hmm. so geomancy is, uh, is something that's mentioned in the chat, but I believe what he I'd have to go back and check. I believe what I he no says idea. is not strictly geomancy. Um, maybe it is. I, I'm not sure, but uh, I mean that would fit with the uh, with the area. Yeah, it but. would fit. But we also know that geomancy supposedly draws more specifically uh. along with astrologian and astrology. Right? They're supposed to be similar because the astrologian quests reveal that. So yeah, he said shugendo or shugenja. Being a shugenja, the training is called shugendo. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. So it is something unique. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And he talks about spirits. Yeah. See, I was gonna, mm -hmm. I was gonna say mm -hmm. there might be some geomantic traditions in it, but I didn't. I don't believe it's geomancer. And he definitely uses a white mage weapon. Yeah. It's definitely one of the staffs. To me, um, it seems like samurai from tactics, in which they use the spirits of a blade or the spirit of a thing to then do things, mm. which we don't have. Yeah. It'd be a very cool. You know, Please, interesting way. <laughs> oh, yeah. All of that to say, um, I think there is a very high chance that people can and have learned white magic or have their own traditions of white magic elsewhere in the world. And not just Pajali. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that's Rook's lore talk for the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but yes, canonically, as it's presented in the core game, um, the Pajali are the keepers of that knowledge and in the early white mage quests. But um, mm. again, it's a big world. So, mm. yeah. Um, yeah. thinking of actually, this does take us in. Unless did anybody else have any sparring match lineups that they nope. want to talk about? Nah. Okay. Next. Um, us to the question: What would you like as the next job, and why? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <sighs> That's a I, hard one. Silence. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say that I want a caster. I do. I don't care about numbers or counts, and it kind of makes sense right now. It's time but for a I new caster. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, even if we got a caster last time, I would say give me another caster. I'm just going to tell you that. But for me, I want something that either fills another selfish slot or something mm -hmm. that can raise and then move something else. You know what that something else would be to be <laughs> a more. Uh, selfish caster so if it's a selfish caster i'd love to see something like an illusionist from tactics i don't know how you do it though mm -hmm. uh because the way that it worked in tactics was basically they would use an ability it would take a long time and everyone on the battlefield would see it every enemy would get hit every ally would be uh healed so very aoe specific mm -hmm. which they could do um i don't know 
but yeah, that's for me for sure. I'd love to see uh, some sort of an illusionist. I love it. I think that would be. It also feel really different mm. than what we have in game. Sure, you know, mm -hmm. and and even in like the MMO field as a whole, because yeah. I mean, like Guild Wars Two is the closest thing they have. Mesmer, and yeah. I, I'm sure there are other MMOs that have some kind of illusion weaver, but yeah. I think that could be something that would really stand out in mm -hmm. fourteen. Um, I mean, of course, we literally just talked about, right, the idea yeah. of, of whatever Gosetsu is and um, <laughs> yeah. and or something that would use talismans or like a, a paper weapon where you would mm. be sending out. I always kind of I love that sort of theme. I love kind of spirity Same. based, you know, <laughs> I just mm. think it's so fun. Or like you said, summoning out spirits from various items. Mm -hmm. I mean, with all the lore that we have about um the kami and the objects that you know they inhabit or like yeah um, to be sentient in i think that that would be so chef's kiss i would absolutely mm -hmm. be over the moon for that um i'd also really like a debuffer i, w mm. I want mm. something that debuffs and even if that was like oh i have a debuff i you know i know i have a black mage in my party so they're dealing magic damage but if they wanted to put mm -hmm. elemental attributes, you know, or whatever, like yeah. it's fire and ice, baby. So like as green that debuffer, <laughs> yeah, like green mage, like you could make an enemy weak to something like fire and ice magic mm -hmm. or um, to physical damage or to whatever it was. And you would have an idea of learning how other classes, like what they use, and then you could debuff enemies to kind of essentially equate to what would be a damage up, you know, like a damage mm -hmm. buff like we get, mm -hmm. but you would be debuffing or um, maybe in key moments you could combo certain things. I think that'd yeah. be really cool and like have teammates do something that would be extra damage or I don't know I'd love to see something like that um time mage rune knight are also ones that I've yeah. been curious about but mm. um a class that uses bells because we see even in um geomancy right that they yeah. have all the spirits in those different areas that wield the bells and I personally just love that aesthetic <laughs> I was a big fan of Garth Nix's yeah. and Horson books and they use bells as weapons and I've been just stuck on it ever since so um yeah, those are mine, I think. Mm -hmm. Man, I've, I've been trying to think like this whole time. I'm like, I don't know. Because um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like I would love more support based classes, but then you need yeah. to make a, a game that supports support <laughs> classes and that's not happening. Um, hmm. Juggler? Now that would share with Ninja, which is a thing that we kind of need. Yes. Okay, sell me on it. Mm. Sell me on it. You juggle things, and then maybe you throw things at people. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't give it much thought. I just thought it'd be funny. <laughs> um, yeah, Zen's I mean, not here to say it, but uh, I have to dovetail off that Corsair. I'll mm -hmm. just put that out there for yep. Zed. <laughs> Corsair. Remember, remember, remember when we didn't get Musketeer? I remember when we didn't get Musketeer. I was so sad. All I want, all I want is like the the ranger class. It has like its either, own guild and everything. Yeah, either just a ranger or a marksman, someone who just shoot, not someone who has a robot too. I mean, that's fun. It's someone who shoot. That's what I want. It would be it would be nice. To, uh, I mean, it's 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 so weird the way that this game has been set up versus like mm. other Final Fantasies, but like. A more selfish, I don't know, ranger, but like machinist is kind of yeah. that. But like yeah. they wouldn't have another bow user. Yeah. 
So I guess F it, juggler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um Blitzball player. There we go. There you are. Oh, I mean, hey, it is actually a class that at least one mm-hmm. character plays in the Final Fantasy franchise. So Yeah, I think they could I mean, I think they could do Yeah. I'm like I mean, thinking through. I'm thinking through. I mean, and you know, just to to get into it, we don't have to just think about the jobs that are probably going to come. We're we think that there's not going to be a tank and we think that there's not going to be a healer. But do you have any ideas for a tank or a healer? Anyway? Well, I mean, I mean it... Gosetsu makes me think that that'd be a very cool healer. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, so. I, the idea of like a rune knight comes to mind, but I think yeah. You know, like Eleven had a rune knight in its last expansion. Um, mm. but I think that maybe collides just a little bit with Dark Knight. Yeah. It's a little um, bit of everything, right? It's like Red Mage, Dark Knight, almost Paladin. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, in, in Eleven, the idea of it is yeah. essentially like a magic tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a tank that does well against magic. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, hmm. Beastmaster. We kept getting hints about Beastmaster. <sighs> yeah. I guess. Uh, be- and, you know, and, and I saw... Uh, somebody in the i think runard is alive uh shouted out the idea of puppet master as well oh sure yeah yeah i i'm not saying they wouldn't be cool but i'm i'm not sure how they would do them because it's kind of a pet class thing they don't like them anymore and they've been really (laughs) yeah like it's always been weird on summoner or scholar dealing with the pet thing um yeah and they seem to want to move away from it. Like, at yeah. least on Summoner, it seems like they want to move away from the pet doing things. Yeah, and so I, I mean, know. you know, there's that kind of idea of, like, uh, like an FF16, like, evoker-ish kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, but we already also have, like, established Beastmasters in 14, so it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to, to go back and retcon what a Beastmaster is at this point. Yeah. Um, I mean, we don't have like a hand axe class yeah. right because that's you know you also I have to it. consider what the weapons would be yeah you could do a hand axe thing i mean be really cool i think i think you you could just get to a point where like okay just like f it right like it's okay <laughs> you're a beast master you hit this button and the animation is like a tiger that just kind of jumps out of nothing and attacks something like whatever you know what i mean like just sure. at some point you just got to concede whatever like weird gameplay yeah. limitations you're dealing with if if it's not some super weird limited job thing like blue mage yes. right you just gotta Let's... just you gotta just do it <laughs> now i, mean, I... Mm-hmm. sorry i'll do did you no you go ahead um i had an idea for one that's kind of a wild unique class i don't mm-hmm. i have no idea but here we're dragon here we kisser are. will never be added into the game rook <laughs> how dare you like it is dragon themed so i can't <laughs> myself in that regard but here it is so in chat we did have the idea of orator um mm-hmm. which comes from mm-hmm. tactics which is like a spellcaster that uses words kind of like a bard in certain ways where you like talk to people and praise them and you can like um, you know, enhance their abilities or you can intimidate or do those kind of more charisma or intimidation based mm-hmm. abilities, um, which I think is really cool. And they could do something that would be um, maybe like, I don't even know, we have sirens in the game, right? Yeah. So if you had something like sung magic and maybe you had some kind of 
horn like a like a war horn or like a battle horn kind of thing where it like enhanced the sound of your voice and floated right because they can make these look like anything they want and they we yeah. have things like the um astroglobe and the mm -hmm. you know other weapons the sage wings that are not at all based give us off of give us the the, yeah. the kate sith uh, megaphones so yeah, they could do something like that, but Cheer then that also cheerleader think, captain could also be a. Here we go. Uh -huh. um, but then that also made me think about the fact that dragons, at least in the game, do use a lot of. They talk about songs, but they also have these like specific words that they often mm -hmm. use in tandem with their spells. And then I was like, well, why not just something that's like Dovahkiin? And yeah. <laughs> you just like you've learned draconic language or something, or you have some kind of. I don't even know. It could be like a dragon totem, or you could actually mm -hmm. have a dragon companion like Dragoon. I mean, um, granted, <sighs> pets are kind of a problem in this game, yeah. but Dragoon from Eleven like had like. Yeah, it'd be like yeah. a carbuncle and it just float there, right? Yeah. But that could mm -hmm. be maybe your form. Um, even mm -hmm. if it was just a statuette or something, you could maybe harness the power of dragon speech and use that in your abilities. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I would love to see more really unique classes to the game because right. I think they always shine. I but, would be so upset if a class besides Dragoon got a Wyvern pet. I'm just I'm just going to throw that out there right now. I'd be no, very and upset. Fair. Oh, fair, and share fair. it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I can't yeah. I can't think of much more, you know, like I would love a Corsair to share with Ninja or something like that. That'd mm -hmm. be cool. It's you know, it's hard for like, me because like I'm trying to right before I come up with the idea I'm trying to think yeah. of like what is there a need for right I also feel like Corsair at the very least would maybe ease a little bit of the weirdness of what is like the core class is the core class thief uh, and then it becomes ninja rogue rogue yeah, yeah. Rogue. And there's always been this discussion about the fact that the rogue guild is in Limsa and yeah. then you become a ninja, like, yeah. which is very weird. Whereas if there were almost two branches off of that, yeah. where you, you know, Corsair would be so appropriate mm -hmm. for Limsa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, ninja, ninja was made in the time where I think they still thought that they were going to branch off of classes because it was yep. what 2.4, something like yeah. that, 2.3. Yeah. Yeah, it was early. So. And then they're like, Probably. yeah, and we'll have a machinist. It'll be cool. Oh, and so you can be a musketeer first. No. Yeah. <laughs> no musketeer. But it's already an established guild. No. <laughs> they learned their lesson. Um, yep. <laughs> oh, let's see. Yeah. What else? Interesting. Be interesting. Anybody else yeah. in chat have any other questions? Any other thoughts? Any of us? Is there anything that's been on our mind recently as we've been thinking about the game or talking in our communities or talking to people mm -hmm. in the community hmm. Hmm. this is the part of the podcast where we all just look at each other and go yeah i had something earlier but now it's completely gone from my brain Great. Yeah, well that helps you. thanks yeah, thanks I'll, for... I'll try and recall it <laughs> i was giving you time to to think about it too uh, hmm. No, I think it was just my my galaxy brain idea of uh, priming the pump to go to some place, right? Mm. To go to a shark. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I feel like they're gonna have to do that, right? I yeah. mean, it was on we... the it was on the list of things that Emmett Salk yeah. was, was yeah. had told us to do. So I think if if anything, they have at least a very vague idea of what that could be in like nine point mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean. 
We've talked a lot about things that we want to see maybe improved mm -hmm. on in 14 for the future. Uh, we've talked about, I mean, a bit of our feelings regarding like, you know, where we're at currently in Endwalker and our feelings on that. And I know mm -hmm. earlier I teased before the episode even started, I was like, oh, we should do like, a, how are you feeling about your class in Endwalker? <laughs> and then I looked pointedly at Aldi and <laughs> So I think we're gonna have to save an entire podcast. <laughs> we don't. For that. We don't have that kind of time. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here's one. Um, what and where is the next exploration zone slash deep dungeon? Hmm. Mm, exploration zone. I'm guessing meaning something like the Boja and your yeah. So I before I was thinking it might be the the ruins beneath the bounty. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Probably not anymore. Yeah. Though now that I think about that and the fact that it was so all all based, I was like, oh, give us give us salvage back. Um, mm. That would be, be so good. Um, <sighs> salvage was the name of the content that you would go to the undersea ruins yeah. and for. OK, I just, I just you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's good. To you walked around in 11 for like five minutes and didn't know how to log out. Okay. I just, you know, I um, want to make sure we're all on the same page. Yeah. Look, I have walked around 11 for five minutes, but I've been hearing you talk about 11 on this podcast for, I don't know, yeah. what, two Good years, leave. a year, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know if you a knew this, time. but I played a little bit of 11 back in the day. Um, Did you? Uh, I know um, a lot about the soul. Um, Rathalon in chat says, and I was going to say it as well, Corvos. Corvos. We keep hearing oh, about yeah, 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 it. Yeah, yeah. We keep hearing about it. We got to go there. Now, put something there. Mm -hmm. I don't know what, but that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Corvus does feel like, mm -hmm. to me, they have pushed it the most as the top oh, forerunner uh, option, right? No, no, it, it's it's we're going north. It's the the treasure treasure dungeons or something in the yeah. north. That's that'll yeah, be it. That's, be. that's oh, it. sure, yeah. That's it. No, I mean they've mentioned Corvus so much, and I think Corvus is yeah. also important to a lot of different characters yeah. and things, right? So if you've done the bonus story quest, mm -hmm. I just did this myself. Just say like, it, yeah. Yes, that, like the bonus story quest off of the role quests. There, you know, there are these mentions and talks about Corvos, about the relationship that Garlemald has to Corvos. They mm -hmm. even like canonically confirmed that Corvos was specifically the like once homeland of Garlemald. Mm -hmm. So like before it had been kind of ambiguous, like the warm southern regions that they were pushed out of that was once their mm -hmm. homeland were mm -hmm. lost. And then many, 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 many generations passed and all new civilizations sprung up. And now those that live there are the descendants of Alec mm -hmm. and all the, you know, so it seems like that is a place where we are going to need some kind of reconciliation um, as well, just for like, Garlemald to to have its new place yeah. or if we rebuild Garlemald or the Garlean people to reconcile yeah. their past with that and um Graha obviously has such strong connections there mm -hmm. so to me that feels like it would be it right I I could I also yeah. see Corvos acting as the launch pad for the next expansion um sure you know that's our our like one of yeah. two hubs or whatever you know what I mean yeah. for for the next expansion we'll get a little bit of a little bit of Garlemald to kind of help um you know, bring back, you know, the the rear for for what we had with yeah. Garlemald in Endwalker. We'll get a little bit of elegantness in here and then we'll do the whole dragon thing in Mara City. I could see that happening, yeah. too. Um, I think Corvus it is like on the coast near Thavnir. I it's think, south. Right? It's, it's yeah, like an it's island south. south. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that could be a decent launch point mm -hmm. for that. But I mean, it, it depends on on what they want to do with with Mary City. I mean, it's in the void. I mean, there's so yeah. many plot yeah. points going on right now. It's nuts. Um, 
so yeah we'll have to we'll have to see i think i think though deep dungeon or um alternatively the i keep forgetting the name of this that, that other content that they had planned that's probably going to take place of like eureka and boja at this expansion oh. they talked about like some kind of like little dungeon things that could be those things the dungeon the stuff yes yeah, yeah. that that maybe yeah. could be the the stuff up north yeah. as well um yeah but yeah we'll we're not totally out. sure i mean they have such a rich landscape that i mean as far as whether or not they will tie the deep dungeon and the explorable zone together i don't know and mm -hmm. will we even get this is i mean this is the other yeah. big thing that i've been thinking about will we even get something like an exploratory zone if we are instead getting something like these criterion dungeons that's a fair because point because this is a type of content that we haven't had before in the game but that has been requested these kinds of ideas of like a dungeon that has higher difficulty or could be kind of like a savage dungeon or something mm -hmm. close to that that's at least how we are kind of conceptualizing it at this point yeah. and that it's supposed to be coming in a set of four so is it possible that we just won't get an exploratory zone i mean mm -hmm. yes it would feel kind of odd to me after the amount of time that they have spent yeah. from Eureka. A, lo a lot into of it. Boja. A lot of it depends on where it takes place because we need to be able to get to a zone to then go in. That doesn't feel super weird, right? It's like we're in Thavnir sure. and we're gonna enter a portal or something and go all the way. Like yeah, that seems kind of odd, right? Um, mm -hmm. They could they could work it in. Like uh, the yeah. Criterion dungeons are a part of this relic which is this stuff who knows yeah i mean there's there's a lot that they could do with it um another question too that that popped into my brain where do you think island sanctuary is going to take place i think there's some isn't there some speculation about this i had this feeling that people had kind of marked out where they thought it would be on maps uh yeah, i don't know i mean it seems like it has to be somewhere that's fairly temperate <laughs> right because it doesn't look like it's getting snowed on it doesn't look mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you know what i mean at least from what we've seen of the very limited they have been very very tight-lipped about this i wish they I, weren't yeah i don't I like really we, don't, we just weren't. don't know what's happening with this content like as i'm looking at the art now there is kind of a mountain in the background that looks yeah. a little dravanian it looks mm -hmm. a little bit like um oh what's the mountain called that um you traverse up that has the yeah, big cloud above I know, it. I, uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could also. First rule of podcast. You know, it's that mountain. It's the mountain. You, know you, you all know the one. It's the mountain. It's fine. I mean, it, it could be like that they were trying to evoke a volcanic island mm -hmm. chain setting. <laughs> you know, I, mean, that, I don't that know. Could, that could put it, you know, in the island chain in Hingashi. Like, I. Yeah. Who knows? I wish I'm re I really hope we get information on that soon. I mean, I remember we we talked about when uh, there was misinformation going around about how it was going to have housing. And it's like, no, Square Enix <laughs> never came out and like said, by the way, this is what we're. Nope. They just let it go. OK, that's mm -hmm. one way to stir up disappointment. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, we'll I, see. I'm so looking forward to that content too. And I know so many people that are, and I think we are all just hanging on. I mean, I imagine it must be coming, what do we think, 6.2? 2.x, I yeah. think, is what it's scheduled for. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Soon, soon so, TM. <laughs> hopefully, when we get to those live letters, we'll hear more about I, it. Yeah. If, if not the, because let's see, because we, we should be getting 6.15 like anytime now, probably. Um, I mean, 
they could use it as some sort of landing point in a sense to like the gateway leading us into something like Corvos, right? That like there could be an island that we could, just yeah. set foot I mean, off and hang out there and then we some... end up in the Corvos island chain or like, sure. you know, around there. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll we'll have, you know, at least two live letters uh, between now and, and 6.2. Mm-hmm. So in one of those, <laughs> we're going to figure out probably the second one, um, <laughs> since it's going to be a, a, a 6.2 X patch, I believe. Um, so we'd, we'd probably get that information later because they're probably still working on it. Um, but yeah, I just I want to know more. I want to know more. Me too, me too. And, and I and want yeah. them to somehow just pull out upgradable instance housing out of their <laughs> bus and stick it on that just, island. Just out of nowhere. Just just out of that's nowhere. the problem. I mean, Everybody wants it, but we're yeah. probably not going to get it. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. I mean, I'm still so yeah. hopeful that they're using it as a testing ground for mm-hmm. instance, like instanced sure. areas and the effect that that has on something like server load or, you know, anything like that. And so that this is like them testing the waters and if it goes well, then like maybe in some of the final upgrades of this island, there will be an instanced house. But we know nothing about it. We have absolutely no idea. They could be using it as a testing ground, but then we don't actually see them come out with Mm -hmm. instant stuff for multiple years. You know, like we have no Mm -hmm. idea. So we just have to wait and see. We just have to wait and see. I hate it. I don't want to wait. I want it now. Uh, our one of our next questions was, um, what are some of your favorite Final Fantasy 14 moments that you always look back on with a smile? Amarat. (laughs) Seriously, nothing I I think in this game has has topped that Amarat reveal for me. Um, Mm. It was just such a wild thing you know like you're going through Shadowbringers which is already like on another shard right so yeah. like oh I'm on another planet this is kind of weird and then you find out like that this this man has just recreated an entire civilization's like city underwater and it's like this modern kind of it's like right not, not to like try and like mm-hmm. take it down a peg right but it's very like weird like Kingdom Hearts kind of right at the end <laughs> Uh, and I, I love that. I think just the the design of it. No, Fusion, you keep cutting out for us. You cut out a couple times there. Oh, no! Yeah. We got Amarat to, it, it is really good. Amarat is really good. We got to you saying it was like Kingdom Hearts. Amarat. Yeah. Amarat. Amarat um, is your big one. Yeah, big I just, I love, I love the design. I love the, mm-hmm. the just, you know, I'm like a big fan of like blue. Right. So just this kind of underwater, like, I don't know. The setting was really cool. I, I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was it was not expected. Like nobody predicted yeah. that one. Right. We're like heaven's words like, oh, look, it's like the floating continent. That's cool. Oh, hey, look, there it is. It's the floating continent with a different name. Whereas mm-hmm. we're like, oh, I wonder what the final zone will be in, you know, Stormblood. We get like, oh, here's here's the locks. Alamigo's a dungeon. Oh, <laughs> Shadowbringers, you're underwater in a giant air bubble, and there's this like magical created city. Sweet, <laughs> like yep. sign me the f up. Like I loved it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music, the atmosphere. Uh, yes, just that. I think is going to be is is always going to be one of my things. Yeah. Alpis is a big uh-huh. one for me mm-hmm. from recent memory, and like everything in Alpis. Thinking about Vinat's walk makes me smile, but also makes me die inside simultaneously. Um, but I mean, Alpis was such a such mm. an incredible gift to me personally. I was so excited about it. They made it, it just um, for then, you, yeah. 
I know. It was like, it was just custom made. No, I know so many of us enjoyed it, but that was like something I didn't think they would ever do. And then they just did. And I was blown away. Um, so I absolutely loved that. But there are so many small moments, mm. you know, like today I was running. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, the one that has the siren boss at the end. Um, far uh, serious. Yeah. yeah. And I was taking a friend through it. And um, they, this is the first time that they've played. And myself and another friend that were running with them were like, hey, crank your music up because the music in this one is a banger. And it like threw me back, you know, I don't even mm -hmm. know, seven years ago when I started playing the game and remembering hearing that music for the first time in game. Um, you know, you're doing so many of these other dungeons and they're like, OK, like there's cool stuff in them. Well, and I was and, excited to see and everyone. You know, the, the wild mm -hmm. part about that, that wasn't always the track. So all, <laughs> well, it's gorgeous. All the, the 2.0 yeah. dungeons, they had like a little intro melody and then they went to like a default dungeon music. Mm -hmm. But during one of the earlier 14 hour broadcasts, one of like like they always give like challenges right to different yeah. devs. Uh, yeah. Sokin's challenge for that stream was like make a new full BGM for Pharaoh Sirius. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how he yeah. we had those parts in in that intro. But eventually, like originally did kind of fade off and then go into the generic dungeon yeah, music. So. But then they went. Yeah, he went in and, and redid the whole thing. Yeah. I love it. I loved that music. And like, yeah. I remember turning to Bebop when we were first playing through it and being like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. And just feeling so, you know, enraptured by it. It's a cool um, track. But there's, yeah, like there's so many things. I remember, uh, I've talked about it before on the podcast, but the first Extreme Primal I ever took down, which was Titan, I remember so fondly. Um, even the last day, like the last minutes before servers went down for Endwalker, a whole bunch of us got together in the Crystarium and we ran up to that spot where there's kind of this, um, it's like a big open platform and then like behind mm -hmm. you, you can see all the Crystarium. And yeah. we went up there mm -hmm. and we literally watched the sun set and then rise again and then the servers went down and like it was just like huge chills i was i was like i just could not believe it felt like this perfect moment um to be there with everybody and so many people that i've met over the course of the game that was just gorgeous um i smile because there were two instances one time when i came back on stream to the free company house and everybody was dressed up as chocobos outside it was just <laughs> I like, do, you know, yeah. like yellow ocean and then another time because we have this person i think i've talked about them on the podcast before on zalera um who dresses up as an amazu and asks people to bathe with them mm. <laughs> everybody's got a I thing I, yeah I'm i remember sure the chocobo thing i think I, yeah. I think i was there when that happened and i think i i, I clipped it because i also donated <laughs> and spammed uh, your butt emote when that yeah. happened it's there go go look at her clips it's in there um it was so good um but there's this person on solera um i won't say their name because i don't want anybody to bother them but yeah they dress up as a namazu and they used to all the time message people will you come bathe with me i am just a cute namazu nothing weird i just want to bathe together <laughs> and <laughs> To this day, I still, like, I still laugh. I feel so happy because it's just, like, the weirdest thing ever, and I love it so much, and it's, like, something that just happens in MMOs. Yeah, and one day, power of MMOs. <laughs> it is. Like, one day when I came back to the Free Company House while I was also live on stream, a huge amount of the fam, we had a hot tub up in the upstairs room, um, and they were all like, come back, come back, we have something to show you, and they were all wearing Namazu outfits in the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my stuff God. like that 
one of my mods dresses up as a mini me version of my character every year for All Saints, and it always makes me laugh. I just like it's those things. Like there are story mm -hmm. moments that absolutely got me, but so much of it are these like little moments I got to share. Even thinking back on Raubon Extreme in Stormblood yeah. oh makes gosh. me smile. It makes me smile now. Waking up you know? to use yeah. the bathroom at like five in the morning, checking Twitter. It's not broken. Waking <laughs> up my wife. It's it's not. It's working. We can okay. We like get out of bed like half awake, go to do the thing so we can get past it. Um, I I can't believe I I forgot about this one when you mentioned uh the you know the, like the maintenance before Endwalker, mm -hmm. uh the end of one point oh. <laughs> Yeah, fighting, of fighting off uh, Garlemald troops in Mordona, seeing the, the last server message and then being greeted with that end of an era trailer. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. <laughs> like, man. Yeah. See, mine is is related to that because I didn't play. Well, I played 1.0 and then I stopped playing 1.0 and did not come back. As people do. I yeah. watched. I watched the end uh, cinematic at Zenitra's place, actually. Okay. We were, we were there and we were like, oh, yeah, let's get together and let's watch it. So we watched. And then when I came back to 2.0, you know, I was playing and I was like, I'm going to get into raiding. And the first time I ever raided, I was on Summoner. I was in Twintania. I had not done the previous ones. They just needed a rep to learn more. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, no problem. I, I have raided before, not in this game. And we somehow clear it. And what I remember of the fight is like, okay, don't get flat. All right, cool. All right, wait, Twister, what is Twister? I'm just going to start moving. And that happens to be the only way to get through Twister is just start moving. And I derped my way into clearing it the first time with them. And they were like, how did you do that? I'm like, I don't know. But that, that I will never forget that moment because <laughs> that's the raid itself was so good because I, I went and then finished Bahamut. That raid will always have a special place in MMO history for me, my own history, just because of the end of 1.0, getting through, learning about Louis Swap, getting into why Bahamut was there in the first place. Like that, I will mm -hmm. never forget the whole thing. And it started with Twintania for me. <laughs> so yeah, that is a moment that I'll always look back on and go, you know what? I love that bit of this game. I love that. I love that. That's good. That's very good. Well, should we do what do we think? One last we'll question. do one. We'll do one more. Sure. All right. So we had one. Yoshi P comes out tomorrow and says due to unforeseen circumstances, 70 is the or sorry, 7.0 is the last X pack of Final Fantasy mm -hmm. 14. And there's only time to go to one new continent. Which <sighs> continent would you like them most to explore? Oh, no. <laughs> All right. I mean, um, there's there's two options, really. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you say so, so, so do you say F the dragons or do you F the new world? <laughs> I'm going to say F both of them. Give me the part that we don't see. Give me Corvos. Give me Delmasca, actual Delmasca. Give me more of that. I'll be the bad guy. I'll say that. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Complete. Complete the map. The bold that choice. We have, basically. Ooh. That's fair. That's I fair. Mean, we all know that I'm I'm not yeah. <laughs> how spicy I'm about to go with this comment. Yeah. We all know that I am not, and you can cut this out in editing if you need to. I'm no. never gonna say F the dragons. I'm gonna say mm. F the dragons. <laughs> so <laughs> So Maricidia. Hands uh -huh. down, because where else can I do that? 
But also, um, I actually this is a very weird this is a very weird specific one. Uh-huh. I really want to go to Hingashi proper. Like sure. okay. we only have Kugane. And yeah. I really, really, really would like to have something um set there with the Bakufu and everything else, like the political complexities, and see some like real good, I don't know, like ancient japan because there's so many different eras that you can pick from right but like ancient japanese courtly kind of stuff like i would just i would eat it up and i would love to get to go actually into hingashi and learn more about what's happening there because they um other than kugane no one has been in there it's been closed off so now it comes to me um Mm Give us what's what's that big old cloud in the middle of the map? <laughs> oh yes, that one. Like why yeah. why why is that still there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't like know. Are, are they planning something? Like I f- like we've traversed it. Like how do we not know what's we, we do know what's space. there? Yeah. I want them uh, so I want them to finish that at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um sure. But but we've been on that continent, right? Yeah. So yeah. then, what new continent? I mean, really, the options are: we go, we go south to to Maricidia, or we go west to the New World. Mm-hmm. I think if I had to pick, mm-hmm. and it's not because I have a weird thing with dragons, I would probably go to Maricidia. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah. Because, and it's not. And let me be extremely clear, because I, unlike Rook, have do not have a thing for dragons. But mm-hmm. I would take Maris. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's. What... <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say, "Let me be clear, I do have a thing for dragons." <laughs> I thought you were. You're you're setting up. You know, I, just, I have, I have Gisela syndrome. <laughs> If that hasn't been clear to anybody on this podcast, right. I don't know what you've been listening to. I don't know. Yeah, I think um, I would do Mysteri- M- B- B- Maricidia. Um, I yeah. think that more story has referenced it, and there's more story that could deal with Maricidia versus the New World. We've had nods to the New World, yeah. of course. Um, but I, th- I think if if it were the end, right, if this was the last thing that they were going to do for 14, I would want them to... to take us to an area that we have more um stuff pointed towards yeah there's also a curveball like a continent we haven't even heard of that exists (laughs) sure i'd be i'd be down for that i'd be very interested in that too but yeah pretty good about those Mm -hmm. all right i mean yeah the new world just kind of gets the you don't have dragons that we know of i'm sorry (laughs) <laughs> i have to also just be honest like the thing that is the most interesting to me about the new world is that they talked about what is it that canyon that's supposedly the full blue. of the blue crystal stuff yeah. yeah 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 and that to me has been an image that has just remained i in think that'd my be really mind. cool to see absolutely yes but i also and i'm just gonna be completely real i have great trepidation in how they will realize the new world yes sure because we have seen them include pieces of gear that look very much native american inspired and like at least in the history of most japanese media that i've ever seen they have not done a great job of 
representing the native peoples yeah. of Americas. The little thorny. Um, so I'm just, I'm a little bit worried. And that always kind of pops up anytime I think about New World. Because yeah. I really do not want them to make it cheesy, gimmicky, dumb. Mm -hmm. And they did such a great job. They did such a great job with Thavnair. They did such a yeah. great yep. job. Like, I, I really think they could do a one like they could do something really beautiful and that could oh, be yeah. like really fantastic um and and could be really great and really well done but there's just always that little bit of like <sighs> you know yep. like I, yeah I please don't it. mess up please don't mess it. up like no yeah. the dev team's perfect they'll never rothgar and vera heads i'm a little worried oh, about boy. the new world guys <laughs> yeah i mean it's one of those things i th i think that I mean, with with the the the, the what they did with with Thafner, I think mm -hmm. right that that makes me a little more hopeful than not about that. Um, yeah, you know what the what the stories could be in the new world. Obviously, we'll have a couple nods to Blue Mage. We'll have that oh, that yeah. canyon. Um, but it, it's hard to say, you know, what else that they would do. Eleven's uh, uh, Secrets of Adelon expansion went to like kind of like this this big mm -hmm. Western continent, and it was all about um, exploration and settlements yeah. and and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know that they would necessarily like repeat that. Um, but yeah, I think I think Maricidia, I think is is the way to go, and I think that's probably the way we are gonna go. Yeah. So uh, get your chapstick ready, Rook, because you're gonna meet all those dragons. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I've been ready. <laughs> Rook's like I've been ready since Heaven's yep. Word. I'm just uh, saying. <laughs> They're so feathery and scaly and just like beautiful. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I genuinely do think the dragons are just so cool. I love their lore as well. Uh, the jokes yep. of kissing them aside, I, I find them to be something that those is were jokes? fantasy for me. Yes. Oh. They were clearly. I was reading this wrong the whole time. Weird. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you insinuate? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That is going to do it for us for this week. Everybody, thank you for hanging out. If you want, you can find me on the social medias that all the kids use these days. Twitter, Twitch, Facebook. No, not Facebook. YouTube. <laughs> Don't find me on because Facebook. I don't use That's that one weird. anymore. Mm -mm. No. No. Uh, at Ruffelderg. Uh, all do you know? Where can they find you on the wonderful internet? Right here and only here. And also Twitter. Like, really rarely. And I'm going to work on that. Especially if I want to cross promote with my OnlyFans. You ever see like a unicorn? That's like seeing all do you know post on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. It's true. <laughs> I post even less on Instagram. I think I have one four years ago or something. Yep. Yeah, it's weird. I've I've gotten a, a couple of random like you posted this five years. I'm like no more than that. I'm like yeah. I had Instagram. What the hell was I? All right. <laughs> Look at me. I took a photo of something boring, but yeah. I used a filter, so it's neat. The Instagram mine experience. Was, yeah, mine was actually cool. It was like a pillar of bone and an ossuary. See, that sounds cool. I was at the pump. IKEA loading cool. dock on mine. <laughs> okay. So artsy. Uh, I, got, right. I got nothing. <laughs> what would the pillar of bone in IKEA be called? I don't know very many 
words would it, it would it have a nice name like carl yes yes definitely it would <laughs> my definitely my favorite thing would. at ikea is called not so the box says not ikea i think it's a this lamp or something this is why i need to get other links so that we don't go off on a tangent every time it gets to me because there's nothing to talk about it's all your fault Rook, Rook, i'll where, do you know there's so much find to you oh where can you find me um you can find me on only dragons uh <laughs> i think it's all of my, it's all oh my, of my content right on over there um but if you don't want to find me there and or you can't find the website um, you can also find me on Twitch at Rookery, R-O-O-K-U-R-I. You can find me on YouTube at Rookery, R-O-O-K-U-R-I. You can find me on Twitter, same thing, but it has an underscore after it. I do have an Instagram, um, which you can find at just plain Rookery, but I don't update it that much either. So it's there, and sometimes I remember to put stuff on it, but I would not otherwise recommend that you seek it out. I mean, you can't, well, you can. I mean, sorry, I guess as a content creator, I should always say you should <laughs> seek it out, but I don't expect much. Great, but everywhere else, expect plenty. I nailed it today. <laughs> yeah. I, I got sidetracked. I didn't hear any it's of that. Fault. I was actually looking to see if onlydragons.com was a thing. And it is. Um, <laughs> I really did a great job on that outro today. So anyway. Um, thank you all so much for your questions as well. It was really fun to just get to uh, to chat with you and get to talk about some of the topics that you've been thinking about. Yeah, we really do appreciate. Uh, I know, I know, yes. we we had a plan for today, which is rare because sometimes you know it's it's hard making a weekly podcast. I don't know if you guys have tried it. It's it's not easy. Uh, so to kind of have to scramble last second uh, because of an unfortunate uh, shift and stuff, uh, we really do appreciate you guys hanging out and helping us kind of just shoot the shit as it were, kind of feeding us some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's I'm always like I've always been hesitant in the past um, to like we'll do things that rely on people watching us and like community input. Cause you never know, like you hit that go live button. Obviously like we've been really nice, you know, we got like 60 people right now, but that hasn't always been the case, right? You know, starting off and stuff. So to be able to have people around and talking and to be able to kind of feed off of that is awesome. So thank you so much. It's because of you guys tuned in right now that we were able to, to do something today. Um, if you want to reach us at the show, you can email us aetheritradio at gamerscape.com. You can tweet at us at aetheritradio. You can also find us on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Discord as Gamerscape. Discord.gg slash Gamerscape. We have an Aetherite Radio channel in there. We have a Final Fantasy XIV channel. We have a general social channel. We have an MCU channel. Come hang out if that's the thing that you're into. And that is going to do it for us for this week. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody.